this week's throwback to black goes to Ibn Battuta. Traveling, it leaves you speechless, then turns you into a storyteller. Throwback to black, Ibn Battuta. Now let's start the motherfucking show! Sir, yes, sir. What's good, my people? Power lunch, y'all in the building. We are back. We are back. Sorry it took so long. What's good, but I'm not sorry. Understand, but you know, I get it. I miss y'all, motherfuckers. Boy, what's good, my people? What's up? What's up? How you doing, my guy? It's your boy, Corey Doseki. What up? Boy, I'm something else. We back, man. We in the building. Welcome back to the Power Lunch Welcome Hour. Welcome back to the Power Lunch Hour. Took a good break. Took a good break. Yeah, you gotta yeah. lie, man. It was, a, it was an excellent break. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, thank you for letting me take that break. <laughs> I gotta. I must thank my calls for that that assistant backup or let me take that break. It was necessary, man. It was very much necessary. I mean, we do this every week. Every you know, it's, it's fucking week. You gotta take the day off, bro. <laughs> man. Yeah. It's real. Oh. No, like like I tried to say in the uh announced uh the throwback to black, you know, traveling is needed. You gotta get out of that. You gotta get out of here. Now, I probably fucked up his name. Yeah. But, you know, say his message was not lost to me. There you go. <laughs> Boy, I was highly laughing when I recorded that more that. <laughs> but yeah, man, what's up? What's good? How you been doing? How you what's what you been up to? I missed you. Man, I miss you too, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I miss my best friend. I call this motherfucker. Now, mind you, my man, I have something else talking on the phone. Three minutes to five. Unless it's a 30-second joke. That might go about eight to ten. But for the most part, we don't talk over ten minutes. Right. I looked at that phone call when I was in St. Thomas. I was like... 38 minutes? What the fuck did we talk about? <laughs> well, you know, we didn't do the show. Right. So we ain't really talked. Man, so we got to, you know, shit, shit comes up. You got to catch up. a lot of shit. shit came yeah. up. I was like, so, so, it happened so fast. Uh, oh boy, uh, shout out James. My partner in crime. What up, James? He and I something else, but he held me down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was in the motherfucking building. Yo, boy, James, real motherfucker, man. Shout out, James. That's my dog. We, uh, but he was listening to us talk. He was like, "Damn, it sounds like the show, but it's not the show. And I'm only getting half the story." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Put it on speakerphone." Speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speakerphone. <laughs> Put it on speakerphone. Put it on speakerphone. <laughs> I was like, nah, man, you ain't gonna get these jokes. This rapid fire right now. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't heard a conversation like this this fast. You ain't gonna keep up with this one. You ain't even gonna know what's going on. The buddy jumped over the mountain. What? That yeah. bitch did what? <laughs> we don't know what we said. He got, oh, man, it was dope. But yeah, man, shit, I missed you, man. How you been doing? What's been up? Well, I never realized, well, I didn't realize until this past week that. How much I need this goddamn podcast, man! Speak you know, on it. A lot of shit that that uh, I harbor inside, I let to unleash on the people. You let and, your soul, go. and I ain't really got to deal with the consequences per right. se. So 
I mean, once we didn't do a shower, like, okay, I, I got the day off. I'm like, well, shit, what do I do with my hands? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, shit, I, I'm sitting here. Beach me. Right. I guess I got to. <laughs> That's it. What do I do? So, uh, I love this podcast, man. And uh, breaks are necessary. You got a time to reflect and recap. Right. Uh, I'm glad you had a dope trip. Man. Uh, but what I did was work. <laughs> and when I say, I say this every week that I just work. It's times two. And, you know, I'm six day weeks, seven day weeks, 13 hours. It was just, all I did was work and sleep. Yeah. Um, nothing really happened that I, you know, I didn't turn up. I didn't go out. Uh, oh, man. No, I didn't really do shit, dog, man. Like, That's I just, real. I didn't play 2K really. <gasps> yeah. So, the gas. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it was just really a fucking adulting two weeks. And, you know, nothing to show for it. So, not nothing. I'm just here. You know, I'm just happy to be back. You said, I ain't got nothing here for you. I'm just, I was waiting for this day. I was like, okay, we're going <laughs> to get down on this day. It's coming. <laughs> it's but, coming. yeah, I, I got a lot of shit to do. Um, I'm behind schedule. Uh, you know, I got a trip coming up and I'm hey. not prepared for it. So, hey. you know, I got, it's crunch time for me. I got a lot of stuff to get through in the next couple of days. Yes. But I've been working so hard that I ain't got nothing. I ain't have time to touch on none of that shit. None so, of that shit. Once again, I'll be uh, leaving in a rush. And I hate leaving in a rush. Man. I like to be prepared. Everything's set aside. I'm already ready to go. It's going to be, you know, burning midnight oil getting ready. So, Look, I'm just happy to go. You know, I'm in that same boat. I'm yeah. like, I did what? With what? With my trip planning? How am I pulling this shit out? <laughs> I just got back home. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I regret nothing. I'm finna turn the fuck up. But I um last week my phone fucked up, right? Oh yeah, that was true. And I went like three days without a phone and you know, my job I'm dependent on my phone. A lot of shit is necessary for me to send off. Mm-hmm. There's timelines, I gotta respond. I need to be in the loop. Where what's going on? Who you know? What's the deadline? So with me being by the phone is fucking with my money. It is. So uh, I finally get a phone back, and I missed. All, I got all the missed calls, missed text messages, emails, and shit to start flowing through my phone. I'm like, yo, y'all need to start paying my fucking phone bill because <laughs> y'all niggas got a lot of shit. My on goddamn your job needs to start paying my fucking phone bill because all right. if my phone ain't dry as hell. My job keeps it moisturized. It's going to keep it lit. Yeah. So, <laughs> if my phone going off, it ain't no thirst. It ain't no It ain't no situation in there. It's just work. Right. So, I got to I gotta change that narrative, fam. Like, you got to change it. Yeah. I, I'm tired of people hitting me up just for my job. Like, what the what, what hoe is that? What a hoe? Goddamn. <laughs> Goddamn. What's somebody that got a crush on me? Goddamn. Shoot the shot. I'm tired of seeing my goddamn job <laughs> on my goddamn phone all goddamn time. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I see you every day, man. I see you already. What the fuck do you want from be, me? I be at work and they be they be uh, text me while I'm in, in in the same building. Like, dog, look, no, this is this too much. You can come find me, you know. Right, shit. right. But I changed locations, and so I'm at a I'm at a place that I, I was previously at before. Mm-hmm. And what the cool thing about oh, that is is that you know I know a lot of people there. A lot of people that know me. But what was wild, what was crazy to me is that, you know, they knew I was coming back and everybody's excited. And I, I kid you not, 
I guess the previous regime was kind of rough, or mm-hmm. that was kind of you know sticklers. Yeah, that, that it word. wasn't their cup of tea. So they knew I was coming back. They was everybody's excited, and I'm come. I'm walking in my first day. I'm getting hugs and you know handshakes and shit. And I felt like I honestly felt like Muhammad Ali. He and Afri- back. in Africa, man, yeah. it was just like you know, Ali Pumbaye, hey, Ali Pumbaye, <laughs> like they was dancing in the streets and shit. Hey, but I'm yeah. like, dog, look, I mean, what, what's here. going on? So that was, that was really cool, man. The first day, everybody's excited to see me. So I'm not saying I was happy to be back, but you know, they showed me love. Hey, you walked in the building like a champ. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm something else, Boombaye, man. So Boombaye. that that was that was exciting to see me. So that was cool. But yeah. Uh, besides that, man, nothing really played out. My whole 2K issue that I had the previous podcast is still continuing. Uh-huh. That the game is not right. Oh, and you still the, beefing with 2K? I'm beefing with 2K. I'm real life beefing with them because For they keep changing know, it's shit. A 2K a basketball game? Huh? For those that don't know, it's the, the basketball game. Oh, if you don't know what 2K is, man, you listen to the wrong podcast. Oh, we got not, a lot of new listeners, thanks to me, on the trip. You know, I, oh. I was shooting that podcast to everybody. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have it to talk to, so I was shooting it to everybody. You should listen to this motherfucker. NBA 2K is a basketball game on a, uh, on a uh, console. So, right. the goddamn game is broken. And I, I got to come to realization that it's broken. Right. And the things I complained about previously are still going on. And they keep trying to fix it. And every time they're trying to fix it, there's another problem that comes up. And <laughs> Fuck you. the thing is, I'm practicing on my character on a certain <laughs> gameplay. Right. And then when I get back on the game and updates, shit's changed. And my, my gameplay's not the same. Ah, so now I got to relearn the whole fucking skill set that mm-hmm. I've been practicing on. So right. I'm like, I'm not trying to give them the game every fucking time. To improve my player when the shit is not the same. Like, my dribble's not the same from last time, and then mm-hmm. my shot's not the same. Because so you put a lot of work into the last I put a lot of work game. in this goddamn right. game. So, like I said, I ain't played because I work so much, but I ain't really had the desire to play because I don't like to be looking trash on a video game. No one no one wants that in their life. So, I'm just thinking, like I said, last year, last year, gonna be last year. This shit gonna be my fucking last year because they gave us a, a, a subpar a game mm-hmm. and just want us to accept it like right. yo the game wasn't finished here it is right and we'll just make it right as it goes all the way y'all getting i am something else back on this game though is y'all gotta make him a sponsor or you know sponsor his gameplay then he'll come back i mean if i get paid for it that's a whole different ball game that's but, what I'm, I'm but t- right that's now that's what i'm encouraging i just want the game to be fun <laughs> i just want right. a, a whole full game i don't i don't see other video games complaining that call of duty wasn't ready when it when it released right call i don't see people saying that you know Fortnite was half of the game and they gonna update as you play no so you can't do 2k like that because the reason i feel that they allow this game to do it because it's majority of black people playing this game true so you only see a couple of pure white characters that you created. That's a you can tell that's a white character. So you want to make your character in your image unless you're just trying to be different. But it's a lot of niggas on this goddamn it's a lot game. Of them. And they gave us a half-ass game. It was the same game as last year, but it's not fully developed. And y'all settle for that shit. And we gotta we gotta fucking deal with it. And now you're trying to critique it or or you know trying to fix post, it post on the fly. Fix. Yeah. And I still got, I ain't still got my name on my jersey. Y'all like, trying to build Can I get a name on my fucking jersey on my character? Can somebody know who playing when I play? God damn, man. Like, is that rude? 
I need to screenshot these dunks. The small, and I ain't got my name on the, the back small, of my jersey. The small things. Like when they pick the lineup for your team mm-hmm. and they got everybody's name on there besides yours. Like, why can't I get a name on my jersey? They ain't even trying to fake pronounce your name. No. Like, I've been playing this game for three years now. Right. I ain't never not have a name on the back of my fucking jersey. Oh, that's rude. And that's a small thing. That's so, 2K, sm- y'all really did us wrong on this one. So, I ain't really had the desire to play it because, you know... It just keeps changing. I ain't got time to keep working on some shit. It's already a grind in itself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I keep, I, I got grind on top of the grind. Bro, right. I got a full-time job, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got time for this shit. Bro, I got kids. I got a wife and two baby mamas. Nigga, I ain't got time to <laughs> trying to fix a game that's uh, that's broken. So, I don't know. It might be my last year. I got to find a whole new game. I might do a shooting game. Man, that's the best I might do Call It relieves a lot of stress. Getting a good shooting game in. Yeah. My problem is my eye-hand coordination is not good. I die a lot in shooting you games. You got to go to campaign mode first to build your skills up. I'm just not a very go. good shooter. I can't shoot on these games. I oh, die a lot. You got to shoot your shot. Yeah. <laughs> you got to shoot your shots. Yeah, shooters keep shooting, but shooters goddamn. Shooters keep shooting, baby. I don't like to die in public. I know, right? It look bad. Yeah. <laughs> they talk mo- about you. Motherfuckers record it. Yeah. And they're like, look how I killed this motherfucker. This motherfucker got no kids. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, man, the problem about getting a new phone, though, uh-huh. is that your phone don't know, it don't know your language. It, it doesn't, doesn't know you have to how re- you talk. You have to retrain it. You got to retrain your phone. Like it, it needs to know when I say fuck and not duck. Yeah. It needs to know when I say shit and not uh, shield. Like, like, why would I say like, shield? Like, phone, what the fuck is what a how's at? Right. What the fuck is a how? What the fuck is a how? Anybody ask you what a how's at? Somebody <laughs> told me on Instagram the other day, you need to quit messing with them hows. I don't know what a how is. I don't know what the how is. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with that how. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got to retrain I my I put phone. a quotation mark. How do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody in life looking for the hows. Nobody looking for the hows. Where the hows at? No. Where the hows at? I'm looking for these hoes. Where the hoes at? <laughs> I got to teach my goddamn phone to talk like me. Talk like me again. Yeah. I remember one time my phone got so good, it uh, fixed me when I tried to say uh, shit. I was like, man, fuck this shit. And I was typed in shit. He said, did you mean shit? I'm like, <laughs> you know me. I'm you know fucked I'm with you shit. the long way. Yeah. I don't need to say, when you type it on my way, I phone to change to on my way, exclamation point. Hold on, hold on. Don't give it that much energy like I'm coming fast. I'm not even really on my way. I'm going to be late. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm on my way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm heading towards you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you to give it the extra energy of the exclamation point. It's just a filler, a filler text. Right. Like, it's just like I'm on my way, motherfucker. Damn. Yeah. Give me an hour. Calm down. Come about an hour, I will be there. You mm. know what I'm saying? Drinks in head. And yo. Another fucking problem with the new phone is that it updated all my apps, right? Okay. So then when it's time to go into my apps and yeah, like, what to do? I, I pay my bills and shit through my app, my phone and stuff. Oh. You gotta you gotta log back in. Oh, you gotta redo your password. You gotta log everything. back into these apps. Yeah. I don't know my fucking password. No, no, you gotta change everything though. I gotta change fucking everything, <laughs> man. Because if you sign in wrong five times, you're gonna block you out. It's get worse. You gotta go to your old email that you locked in for the recovery account. Then you gotta send an email in. <laughs> They're gonna send you a fucking message. Now you gotta go back and change your password. Now you can't use that password. You can't use the same password these more than ten times. These new apps will password you to death. No, you know. 
I got two or three passwords I use, but it's different type of combinations you got to use. Right. Like some apps, you got to use a capital letter in one. Some right. you got to use know. like a, a character, like an exclamation mark. Exclamation mark or pound. No, bro. Bill's late. You know what I'm saying? It's real out here in this field. <laughs> I'm about to say, fuck this damn bill. Yeah, before I get a new phone, I'm going to make sure I pay everything caught up. So yeah. when I switch over my phone, I can take the month. To, let me get this shit real. Figure out what my password Every is. Every password, this shit. Damn, I ain't I not know how many times you have to log into these different apps right. just to give people your money. And then don't forget about the new apps that you still got to download on your phone that didn't come with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you get you got to put Cash App in that bitch. Got to put Cash App. <laughs> you got to put PayPal. Yeah. These are all forms of receiving money. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put them all in there. Like, damn. Now I got to figure out what's, what's my, my password, password to PayPal? To get my money. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That shit is so terrible. That's the terrible part about getting a new phone, though. Terrible. Terrible. But, uh, yeah, besides that, I didn't do shit, man. Uh, my, my week wasn't as exciting as yours. So, how was yours, sir? Man, first of all, I want you to just know that I missed your motherfucking ass. There we go. Pause no homo, but I had my, my best friend to talk to about my, my shit. Because I blow up over simple shit, and I have something else to listen to this petty shit. Because yeah. it's petty, but it's a deeper issue. Because yeah. I see shit five steps ahead of shit sometimes. So I address some shit that's bothering me now, because I know it's going to get worse if I don't address it. Right. Not having that person to address that bullshit too led up to a lot of buildup of energy. Right. He was like, oh, you bet, bitches better be lucky. I'm on the beach and there's a couple of islands away. <laughs> i tell you about your motherfucking self. Right. But, you know, hey, it was a, it was a truly defining week. You know, I, I came away with some, some shit. Time management mm-hmm. is the key thing that, that really stuck with me. It's like, I can do a lot of shit if I just manage my time way better. Yeah, my homeboy Corey, shout out to Corey Turner. He he always posts things about time management and things mm-hmm. you can improve your time and, and and streamline your day. Right. And I try to look into because time management, though, like you, you can't really fuck with time because you can't right. get it back. So time management, you is can't very get important. that shit back. Yeah. Uh, another thing I realized was consistent follow through. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I say consistent follow through, be not only consistent in your regular life of doing your normal go about things, but also be consistent in what you said you was going to do. Make sure you follow up through that shit. Right. And, you know, that's that's very important thing. I was like, damn, I know I need to do this, but to have that time away to say that you need to do this shit, it hit home different. Yeah. It's something about it like, yeah, that's what they really mean, you know. And the third thing that I probably took the most from the trip was you have to fucking love and forgive yourself Above all things, okay. Above all fucking things, cause you're not perfect. You 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 gonna upset a lot of people being just you, right? And you gotta feel okay with just being you, cause hey, everybody not gonna get that shit, but it ain't for everybody to get that shit. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't have to apologize and cater yourself to everyone all the goddamn time. A lot of times with the show. You know, we get a lot of feedback. Like, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe. Well, look at this and look at that. It was like, damn. Everybody got to depend on what the fuck I'm doing. Right. And, you know, as an entertainer, you think, oh, I need to try to adapt and please make sure I please everybody. Right. As a motherfucking artist, you got to say, well, I'm giving you this. Yeah. You can receive it or not, but this is what I'm giving you. And you got to love it or hate it. 
But that's that's on you. It's not has no responsibility on me. Exactly. You know, and those are three crucial things in development as just as a person and as an artist and for me myself that I just took very deeply. You know, because, you know, Popeye's been cooking the same chicken for years. And people might have been complaining about how Popeye's cooked their chicken. Right. But they ain't changed their chicken. They ain't changed. Either you're going to eat this fucking chicken or not. You're going to eat it or not. Right. So this so, is what I'm presenting. Fuck with it or not. Fuck with it or not. Yeah. So uh, Puerto Rico's uh, airport still had chicken sandwiches. Okay. I finally tried one. What, Popeye's? Popeye's chicken sandwich. You got to bring your own bun? No, they had everything. Okay. And then they kept, their shit came with bacon, you know, uh, cheese, lettuce, and tomatoes. I'm like, oh, you got the chicken club. Okay. Okay, let me try that. Let me see what y'all fucking working with. Y'all niggas disappoint me so much. And I just niggas. All you people disappoint me so much. The way y'all lost y'all mind over this damn chicken sandwich. Right. And I got the full chicken sandwich. Spicy, all of this shit. I wanted the full sandwich. Shit was whacking in the motherfucker. Damn. I'm like, what? What's, what's this hype about this bullshit? Y'all lost y'all minds for? Y'all really lost y'all minds for this chicken sandwich? Really? Maybe they ain't had a cracked chicken sandwiches like everybody else had. They nah, might have like the Reggie. I, I felt like it was a uh, Boondocks all over again. Like when they lost their mind for that iceberg. Yeah. I was like, y'all really disappointed me. Y'all really lost y'all mind. I thought this shit was just gonna be mind changed, mind blown. Luther. You know, I said, this is going to be that shit. Everybody lost their minds. Let me just taste and say, y'all know when I'm late. And I was going to take a picture with it and everything. Mm-hmm. Shit was garbage, man. <laughs> I ate this shit because I was just hungry. And then <laughs> and that's the only restaurant I kind of knew. I was like, that's English. And then he fuck with that. Yeah. So, yeah, nah, I'm disappointed in my peoples. All people, really. Y'all just lost y'all mind over a raggedy chicken sandwich. Should be yeah. ashamed of y'all selves. Caught up in the hype. I caught up in the hype. Caught up in the motherfucking hype. It's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so my trip was so fucking awesome. We uh first we went to Puerto Rico, uh, went back. It's been five years since I was last in Puerto Rico. Dope trip. Uh this year was a little different because we didn't have as many people. You know, it was just a couple of us, you know. And me and James made this shit work, you know. Luckily, at each motherfucking destination, hey, I had my own little room and space and shit. Everybody had their own rooms. So you was able to, it was really kind of a solo trip. Yeah. Because with two people, you know, once you don't want to talk to each other for a minute, it's okay. You grown. Yeah. You know, hey, you good over there? Yeah, I'm good. All right, bro, I'm going to I'm cut out. I'm going to go walk this strip, see what's out here. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was a lot of my whole trip. And I got to shout out James for the, the experience of getting to do that. Because island hopping is a whole different beast. Because each island has its own different themes and shit they do. Puerto Rico, I fucking love it. Yeah. Maybe because I already been there and I knew how to move around. They got a little more uh, industry going even after the hurricane. So it was a good trip. I was able to move around and I knew where the fuck I was going. They got Uber. You know what I'm saying? You can move around in that bitch. Yeah. Uh, shout out Old San Juan. I got to try. I got to hit my uh, Tijuana restaurant. Best fish tacos on fucking earth. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. I fucked them fish tacos up. Best shit ever. Yeah. 
They did very well by that. And the only reason why I couldn't find them in the state, because Tijuana is only three locations in Puerto Rico. I was like, no wonder why I couldn't find this shit in the States. It's some bullshit. Yeah. I got to go to U.S. territory for this shit. But weed is legal there. Okay. Shout out. Puerto Rico really got it going on, man. I mean, it's, it's prime for development. Yeah. It really is. They're recovering from the hurricane very nicely. So they're very prime for, like, development, business. I ain't a good time. I fucking had a ball in Puerto Rico. Because I, uh, I just was able to move around. Shout out the crew. Like, a lot of people were in our same so, uh, circumstances where people flake out of trips. You know, uh, so you end up running into random people. Yeah. You know, my old friendly ass. I had no problem talking to random strangers. Exactly. I don't. I, I really don't. It's, it's a gift and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but sometimes it works in your advantage. Mm-hmm. So Puerto Rico, uh, we walking around. We go to Old San Juan because I was on a mission to get a bra- another bracelet to match the one I got uh, last time I was there. Mm-hmm. And it took forever to find this damn church. We walking up and down these motherfucking old streets and kicking it but it was like damn where this damn church at and so while we on this tour in old san juan uh i see this guy that i saw in the tobacco store uh-huh. uh the night before and i was like okay this dude got the slick back you know he mexican and shit uh we was both trying to get cigars like the uh the big old stogies at the tobacco store so it was a quick what's up what's up didn't think nothing of it Moved along, minding my own goddamn business. We get to old San Juan, see the same motherfucker. I was like, what's up? What's up? Next thing you know, we walking, and homeboy walking with us. was like, where you going, fam? <laughs> <laughs> you all right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You all right? Yeah. And no homo, but uh, my boy... He, he a Mexican model, like, looking nigga. So you like, this dude trying to set us up for a robbery, nigga? I don't trust nobody in these motherfucking U.S. territories. Let's go. Yo, Jay, we about to fight this bitch. Yeah. And, no, nah, it wasn't on that shit at all. Uh, shout out for Dog. Yo, that's my dog right there. Yeah, he ended up following us. He said his two homeboys fell out on his trip, too. Yeah. So he ended up coming to Puerto Rico by his goddamn self. Damn. I was like, damn. You by yourself, self? He's selling dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought so too. I'm like, this dude selling dope or working for the cartel, man. Something, yeah. I watch Snowfall. I know how this shit go. You yeah, know what exactly. I'm saying? You ain't got to let me quit in the South. I know how this shit go. I know how me motherfuckers move. I know how y'all motherfuckers move. Yeah. Come to find out, dude was just a cool ass motherfucker who was lonely. Yeah. <laughs> Not lonely, but you know, he had nobody else there. So it's like, yo, these two motherfuckers cool as shit. So shit. We don't kick with Vidal most of the trip. That's what's up. And uh, we ran it out, this group, with, uh, I don't know how to delicately say this, so I'm just going to be 100 with it. We had a lesbian couple that we ran into. That's how you say it? At the uh, casino. Uh-huh. And they was cool as shit. You know what I'm saying? We had a good time. We'd have cracked some jokes. Uh, we kicked it at that casino. It was like, let's go to the other one down the street. So it's the five of us walking down Puerto Rico. Nobody know nobody in this bitch, really. Mm. But we all them came in instant rat pack. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We riding down, walking, and kicking it with each other. Man, it was the best random experience on earth. I had a good time. I kicked it with them like a motherfucker. Shout out Chandler. 
and a a, a beautiful uh, girlfriend. I, I forget the other one's name. Damn. I feel bad. I was very intoxicated the whole trip. <laughs> <laughs> and to touch a lot of clouds. So it's not my fault, you know what I'm saying? But I had such a motherfucking ball with them. I just want to give them a huge shout out. That was my Puerto Rico crew. We turned the fuck up in that city. Uh, each one of the pictures that I posted told us a whole story. Like the car that was parked in front of the fancy ass casino with a mattress on it. Like, why are you here? You got a mattress on your car. You don't know where you want to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This don't make no sense. They're down to the last few dollars. They're going to make it or not. Make it or not. You know, yeah. we're here. But this is like a very expensive hotel. So I'm still trying to figure out, like, why are you at this hotel? Though? You didn't go down this holiday in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But hey, I mind my bitch drink water. So, man, we turned to, we ended up, everybody ended up staying up that whole motherfucking night kicking it. We had an uh, impromptu party at the Vidal Suite. It was all of us. Plus randoms. It was a dope-ass time. Yeah, that's dope. And that was Puerto Rico. So, boom. All right, time to island hop. Time to go to St. Thomas. Okay. So, we get to the airport. I tried that ragged-ass chicken sandwich. All right. Uh, it's time to board the JetBlue airplane. I didn't know JetBlue come with these motherfucking type of problems sometime, though. They're very nice and fancy, mm-hmm. but they have hood problems. Okay. You know, so the pre-boarding people are kind of cocky. You know how airplanes go. You get the pre-boarding. You get the handicap. Mm-hmm. You get the military. And you get the uh, just, you know what, I pay for this shit. I get to go first type people. Right. And they all kind of got a bougie-ass attitude. Yeah. So they started pre-boarding it. So they rolled all the wheelchair people down there first and everybody lined up for the uh, military and they all went down to the airplane. Us regular passengers sitting back like, damn, all right, when our turn coming. Like, damn, this is taking a long ass time for us. Next thing you know, the wheelchair people rolling out that motherfucker, other niggas walking out that motherfucker with disappointment looks on their face. We was like, what happened? Motherfucker get on the speaker and say, a stewardess didn't show up for work yet. She's kind of running late. So we couldn't load the plane. So y'all got to wait out here. What? Oh, bitch running late for the plane? Damn. You should have seen all these motherfuckers. They lined up like a wheelchair race. So that's the picture that I posted. Like, look like these people in a wheelchair about to have a race. That's what they was racing for. They spot on the airplane. Because a lot of these, what I come to find out, a lot of these people in these wheelchairs they ain't really sick. Yeah. They just want the pre-boarding privilege and the ride in the wheelchair with somebody pushing them through the airport. Right. They're real wrong for that shit because mm-hmm. people be tired because some of these motherfuckers fat as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to push this big motherfucker through a whole airport. You can't take the little shortcut on the, uh, you know, the escalator that's on the ground. They, yeah. they moves you through the hallway quick. They yeah. can't roll them on there at all because, you know, it's, injuries can happen. Right. So they got to push this big motherfucker through the whole thing. So I felt like perfect karma when these motherfuckers had to roll them back out. Yeah. And they just sitting there waiting in front of that motherfucker. That's what you get with your fake ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> all of the people, well, most of them, could motherfucker walk. And was pretty much okay. Because when they got in the airplane, they was asking for a lot of shit. Let me get some coke. Let me get some food. Let me, oh, you got energy now? What was this when you was pre-boarding? You was sickly. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now these motherfuckers got a lot of energy when they in that good seat. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh-huh, with your fake ass. That's what you get. That's why you had to wait in that hot-ass little terminal till you found out the stewardess was late for work. So You got to side out of fuck at the stewardess when you show up. Like, what? You didn't have I want to know who was up. late. I was like, who was late? Yeah. And for once it wasn't the sister, it was a white boy. Yeah. Late as shit. <laughs> Like, hi, guys. Like, <laughs> nigga, you late. <laughs> we could have been on this motherfucker. We get on the airplane. We got to sit on the tarmac for an hour. It's a part been, uh, fucked up on the plane. Damn. I was like, hold up, bro. Get me off this motherfucking plane. It's a part. I don't want no parts of it. You know, <laughs> we got to fall for water, right? What you doing here? I'm paying attention to that instructional video now. When they say pay attention to this, your life jacket could be used and your seat could be used as a flotation device. So you pull it off like this? <laughs> I need exact rules. You know what I'm saying? How does this flotation device work on my seat? Like, y'all be quiet back there. I'm trying to I'm listen. I'm trying to listen. Yeah. And um, she answered the people, would you guys be willing to assist in, uh, if you have to get a, uh, use the emergency doors? Mm -hmm. I need a conference verbal confirmation like damn this shit on uh Issa's show was real <laughs> i need a verbal confirmation white old lady joking around yeah but i, I don't know what i could do if i can help nobody she said ma'am maybe you don't need to be sitting here can you help other people to get off this plane she's like yes yeah yes i can I'm like damn she sound like a slave instantly nobody want to give up the seat with leg room right nobody want to give up the seat with leg room rude Get your old ass out there, motherfucking emergency exit. You ain't helping nobody. Bitch, you gonna block the exit. <laughs> it's rude. So, get to St. Thomas. St. Thomas is a little different. St. Thomas is for... If you're not a native... Yeah. You know, shout out my West Indy people. I had a ball with y'all. I turned the fuck up. But if you're not a native and don't know how to get around that town, St. Thomas is for them rich motherfuckers. Yeah, you, you you need to go there with your budget, not work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this ain't gonna fuck up nothing I got going. Because <laughs> they selling a lot of jewelry out there, motherfucker, and I assume cocaine too. Because with a lot of expensive jewelry, cocaine is sure to follow. Right. You know, it goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. and, you know, they got two hundred jewelry shops. Damn. In the just the downtown area, like really? Y'all selling this much jewelry? This that's cocaine. That's just cold for cocaine. Diamonds and cocaine go hand in hand. Yeah. They wage and do rags. I'm trying to tell you, it goes. But I had a good time at the resort. It was a, a, a lot of married couples there. It wasn't really a lot of a lot of $40 there. It was a lot of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a lot of old and retired. It was a lot of $40 there. It was a lot of $40. You go to town to see some of the $40, you're like, I need change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, y'all want the tourist circuit. You know, y'all look rough around the edges. Yeah. You know, no shade. But, you know, you can tell. Y'all here for this chick. Uh-oh. Yeah. Got it alert. And so... I'm kicking with them. I felt like an a advice counselor because I got all these married couples. And the, uh, so, how long you guys been married? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's your secret to success? They all give me the same damn stories for the most part. And I could tell, ooh, this marriage ain't going to work. <laughs> but you don't want to give them that advice. 
just be like, yo, blessings, because I ain't married, so I'm sure y'all will make it work. Yeah. Boy, I heard all kinds of stories. Yeah, he's 30 years younger than me. My friends thought he was taking advantage. I looked dead at his eyes. You taking advantage, nigga? <laughs> you look like you taking advantage. And then you get wisdom. Like, I met these two old school cats on the beach at the dock. My favorite slurs, uh cloud spot. Cause, uh, and they gave me just dope uh, money marketing account advice and just real life retirement advice. And I was like, yo, this is dope trip. Yeah. You know, so it was one of them life changing trips where you had so much time to think. And then when you did talk, you, you thought about what you spoke on. It wasn't just a quick knee jerk reaction. You had time to really process, what should I give to this person? What should I say? And, you know, I was, it was very free and true. I was very open and honest about how I felt because, you know, I ain't got nobody to apologize for. It's just me out here. Right. You know, it's me against the world. You know, James is here, but I ain't worried about embarrassing his ass. <laughs> I tell these motherfuckers, look, I knock all this shit over with confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was a dope trip. It was beautiful. St. Thomas is purely beautiful, man. Yeah, they, they meet the hot as shit. They food hot as shit, though. Yeah. Yo, yo, people. They food hot as shit. It was a 10-pack of wings for $20. I looked at that uncooked wings. $20? Uh-huh. For some uncooked wings? To get them. Y'all real around this bitch? Yeah, they proud about the wings. They proud about the wings. Somebody lived there before said, yeah, they don't have no cows on the alley. Excuse me? No, I've never thought about it like that. No cows. I got faith that St. Thomas got a cow or two on this island. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see the roosters walking around with confidence. The iguanas walking around with confidence. Oh, I know it's some more animals on this damn island. So, but, man, it was just dope time. It was, I went there to be a beach bum and to be lazy. As you see, I got a super tan. I got a bootleg tattoo on my leg. You know, it was an awesome time. Turn up. Turn the fuck up. It's necessary, though. It was so necessary. The thing that fucked me up about the trip is coming home. Yeah. The, uh, you, you don't realize you, you had peace until you come back to the bullshit and yeah. you hit all at once. Like, yeah. that's why people say you need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah. You need some more days to build up to go back to work. I went back to work like two days after my vacation. Everything was a sensor overload. People was loud. Everything was annoying. It got too close. It was just like, you could smell everything. I was like, ooh, I don't think I'm high enough for this shit. <laughs> this is real. No wonder what. I was like, am I sober, sober? What the fuck is this? Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. But it was a good ass time, man. I'm glad to be back. I just left my bag uh, in the hallway. You know, I'm washing my clothes and packing that bitch back up. Repack. Repack that bitch and make it do what it do, baby. Yeah. I'm ready to fucking turn up. Just travel on, bro. Get my travel on, man. So, you know, at least we back for another show and then wait two weeks. So y'all should be happy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, that was my trip in a nutshell. That's what's up, man. A lot, a lot more lit than mine was. So, oh man, yeah. it's way more. I wish I could talk about, but I ain't gonna keep this show going long. Hell, longer than it already is. It's just dope time. If you ain't did Puerto Rico, do it. Uh, if you ain't did St. Thomas and can uh, do it, do it. Knowing that it's gonna be expensive. 
Just imagine twenty dollars everywhere you go. If you want to travel somewhere, it's twenty dollars. And let me tell you, you're not gonna want to drive because they drive on the left side of the road yeah. and got open container laws. <laughs> the only rule is wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Other than that, you know, have fun. Get, get out, how you live. Get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's some dangerous shit though. Yo, so shout out everybody that I kicked it with. Uh, shout out Rashad, uh, Nighttime Kayak. Dude gave some dope advice. Grad student trying to make it do what it do. I I admire that hustle. Yo, shout out my boy Vidal. Shout out to old schools that gave me that advice on the beach. Yo, it was a dope time, man. And shout out James, who even put this shit together. Salute. I feel bad for you motherfuckers that fell out. <laughs> Y'all missed a dope ass time. They missed out. I had a whole double suite to myself. Because he set it up for like four or five people to go. So it was going to be set up where two people have one wing and two people have the other wing. And one person had the den. And a whole wing, a balcony to myself, shit every time. I was like, this shit dope. I didn't do this shit more often. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing like being able to shit in peace. <laughs> Y'all room. <laughs> it's a dope time. Last thing about the trips. Ain't like, nothing like coming home and taking a good shit, though. Right. In your own bathroom, your own top tub. You know, get there, taking that good shower. Like, oh, I'm home. I'm so happy to be home. Right. And make sure before you travel, clean your house up. Like, make sure no dishes left. Throw away all that food in the freezer. Yo, after a week, you can't fuck with none of that shit. There's just going to be more shit to do when you get back home. Yeah, it's the the worst is coming back and you got smells in your house. Oh my god! Where what's that smell coming from? What is that? What is that? Who did take the trash out, Lord? <laughs> Jesus! Something died here. Boy, I took everything out this motherfucking house and Febreze the fuck out of it. Like, ah, I need to clean, clean. That's like, oh, I'm finna leave in a day. Let me just get out of this bitch and wash these clothes and dishes. But yeah, so that was my trip, man. It was dope. Shout out my peoples. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Time to get in these topics. Uh, I want to start uh, with an RIP. And my RIP goes to uh, Louis Rankin, uh-huh. uh, also known as Ox from Belly. Okay. And then, you know, the dance hall artist who right. played in Belly. You know, don't come in with that scared business. You know, I'm a real bummer clot. You bummer know, clot. yeah. So he he died in a car crash in Canada. Oh my! Uh, so R.I.P. to to the real one. R.I.P. to a real you one. You know, when I watch Belly, Belly is one of my favorite movies. I can't say it's top five. I give it top seven. Okay. On Belly. All right. And it just it just showed me. I just every time I'm driving, I'm speeding. I feel like DMX and Belly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Belly's one of my one of my favorite hey, movies. So many jokes. Like and, I hope you ain't get hit by the sixty year old. Nah. <laughs> and when Ox had that whole bowl of weed on his damn table, that's what the dream. That's life be. goals right there. That's a goal of mine, that's baby. Life goals. Just have a whole bowl of weed on his table. I just want table. a bowl of weed on my table. Just sitting there, like roll up. Yeah, you here? he playing. He watching the goddamn soccer game. You know, it's just one of those you know life goals. But R.I.P. to Ox, man. R.I.P. Yeah, it's real, real legend. Real legend. Yeah. I want to give a, uh, another R.I.P. to another 
super legend, Diane Carroll. Yeah. You know, man, she's a um, true patriarch. She broke so many color barriers. You know, she she lived her art. She was a true queen to be admired and kept it classy at all times. Definitely. So, salute. For real. R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, guess it's time to get into these topics. So, my positive story today goes to... Right. <clears throat> Mr. Tyler Perry. Shout out Tyler Perry. Mr. Tyler Perry opened his own uh, studio. Mm-hmm. A 330-acre... 300 studio um, in Atlanta right. on his own street named after him. You know, I own all this shit. It's all mine. All mine. He bought it in 2015 and it, it launched recently. And it was a star studded event. All the celebrities came, all the names showed up, all mm-hmm. the people who had, who's anybody was there to show support. And he named a lot of these different buildings after these, uh, actors right and i'm just so proud of this moment because this is game changing shit game changing ownership is important and when tyler said we still we running behind the grammys and we trying to you know saying trying to be included i'm over here trying to do my own thing and he wasn't fucking lying he was not he was not lying he was not so I just uh, wanted to give a, a major salute to Tyler Perry. Now I haven't been the biggest Tyler Perry fan as far as his movies. Um, I'm not a Medea fan, right. but I appreciate the grind. I see what you've done, what you're doing, what you're doing for other people. You cannot take away nothing. You get caught up watching that. a good Medea movie though. You laugh. <laughs> I do, but stupid. I just be I be like, ugh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, you know. Because sometimes it go too far. You be like, hold on, bro. Come on. And then, you know, even when I watch Meet the Browns, I appreciate him bringing the people that he, he, had, he, did, people he did his with plays him. with. And we did, yeah, I'll put him on. I'll put you on. I'll put right. you on. I'll be watching that. I'll be like, okay. I like that little short right. black lady. Uh, They've been all his plays. Uh, She was in, uh, the she was the mom or the auntie in that show. Uh, uh The Meet the Pains. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of her name and shit, but I love her like She be cracking me up and she can sing her ass out. Yeah, I mean, I I, I take nothing away from what Tyler done. But right, right. This what he done here is it, going to be legendary, and he's he's you know hiring a lot of people from from our community mm-hmm. to you know staff his 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 uh, whole campaign. Right, as it, it brings jobs, Dude it got brings big houses on that three hundred. It brings diversity, like he he. He built the sets that he's he's shooting. So mm-hmm. these are houses that he's you can film anything you need. Anything. Here. It's it's bigger than, you know, Disney and right. and uh Warner put together. Mm-hmm. Like he put a lot of effort in this and it's gonna give a lot of people platforms to produce and, you know, you know, just create. So this is game changing shit. I'm so proud to be, you know, allowed to see some shit like this. Because, you know, 10, 20 years from now, these stories are going to be legendary. Because it's kind of like my dream. So to see somebody actually do it, 
It's like, hell yeah, that's motivation. Not only that, someone do it, someone that represents you, it looks like you to do it. Yeah. That shit's just so awesome, man. It's dope, man. I just think that, you know, um, you know, Mr. Perry, we do this podcast every week. Every and, week. Um, if you if you be so humble to grant us access to your studios, man, we'll we'll put on a legendary show. Sir. Legendary yeah, show. Just put me on, Tyler. Put me on, Tyler. <laughs> I'm yo. sorry, Mr. Perry. You know, put me so, on, Mr. Perry. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 just ridiculous, right? And you know, he 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 spoke it into existence. He claimed it and he claimed did it. So man, and keep, it wasn't overnight. Yeah, keep grinding. He, he man. just bought the space in fifteen. He didn't get inspired till after uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman came out, and that was at least back in '09. Yeah. So, so salute. Keep grinding, All, everybody out there that's doing that thing. Just keep grinding, keep man. Keep grinding. Your work and effort is not in vain and is not unseen. Believe it or not, someone's paying attention and watching. Yeah. I tell my people that all the time. Look, I see what you're doing. I see your work. Salute and be proud in it because I see you trying. I see you grinding. It's crazy when you get some type of feedback from the the most unknown source. Mm -hmm. Like out of, out of the blue, that was like, yeah, you do your thing. You'd be like, well, damn, all right, keep damn. going then. Because, yeah. you, you know, you get, I mean, I, I feel victim too. Like you get so used to it. Right. You see somebody who's grinding, they keep posting, they keep doing the thing, and they're moving. All right, I support, I support, I like it, I share it. But it's like, I, I'm serious all the time. But you don't want to get numb to it because somebody's watching you also. Somebody's watching. And then somebody you don't know that's watching you be like, yo, you do your thing. Right. All right, well, I'm doing something and right now. don't feel then. ashamed about doing your motherfucking thing. I know it might not make sense to everybody, but it makes sense to somebody. And somebody got it, appreciated it, and took it with them. And, mm -hmm. and told somebody else about it. Yeah, somebody fucks with it. Facts. Well, my positive story. And shout out Simone Biles. Hey. She uh she breaks some a uh, few new records. Uh she helped the US team bring home the world championships uh on the US podium in Germany uh, this past week. Uh uh, she won her fifth straight world team title on Tuesday. So, salute to her. And she's still competing. So, she had a chance to bring in some more people. Oh, this was last week, but she still won big. Sorry. I sent it in early. So, I wouldn't forget to give her a shout out. But, uh, yeah, salute Simone Biles, man. she got a lot of things going on in her personal life and uh, adversity. But she still managed to climb over and hurdle. And this might be her last year. She's talking about, look, I can't believe I'm still doing this shit. I'm, I'm, I need to retire. But every time she go out there, she break another record and get another move uh, flip named after her. So. Well, the, the fucked up thing about it is, though, when you such a, a beast in your field mm -hmm. that you're really, you know, Above everybody else, they try to put things in place to try to humble you or bring you down to, like, right. earth. Right. And she has two moves that she's doing now that hasn't been done. And they're trying to, I don't say ban it, but they're not giving her full credit for doing it because they're saying it's too dangerous. Yeah. So they're not giving her all the points she could get from it because the risk factor and that's even they're more bullshit the fact that it's that risky and she pulls it off you're that's trying that to, bullshit you're trying to penalize me because y'all motherfuckers can't do it right so I ain't worried if they break their neck 
I'm good over I'm here. I'm good over here. I need my points. You worried about Becky can't pull this shit out? Yeah, I'm good. So I'm not gonna get my credit for it because they can't do I'm it. I'm doing this triple back flip with a tuck and a twist in this bitch. What? Yeah. What so you mad at me for? I'm risking my my life to get you know championships, and you gonna not give me credit for it because everybody else can't do it. Right. Shit. Everybody else couldn't dunk back then when Whip was dunking. You know shit. What nobody I'm took his two points away. Nobody said shit. Yeah. So y'all just trying to take. Y'all trying to bring people back down to earth. Right. Shit, y'all, they, y'all need to extend y'all skills. Facts. Because she flipping over all you bitches. Yeah. It's nothing. Y'all just mad. Mad. And jealousy shows. God don't like ugly. Uh, shout out the U.S. House. They passed the cannabis banking bill uh, with strong bipartisan support. Uh, basically, the weed industry and CBD industry, you know, they can't really use the banks because of the uh, FDIC guidelines and shit like that. So they passed the bill to make it easier for banks to fuck with the weed industry. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm happy and sad at the same time. I'm happy because thank you for doing this because it needed to be done. But I'm sad because you're not allowing all of our people the same access to these benefits that you're now receiving. You have to decriminalize. If you pass this bill, you have to decriminalize marijuana and release these people out of jail over this bullshit. Especially if you pass something like this where you, okay, you're going to allow the people to bankroll their money. First of all, the bank's going to profit. Mm-hmm. The government gonna profit <laughs> off of tax and fees. Everybody's gonna profit, but the people that the blood, sweat, tears, of course, that they come from, uh, not. And that's their bullshit. You're right. You know what I'm saying? At the same time they passed this shit, they should have went ahead and universally decriminalized marijuana. And all those nonviolent charges you got for selling weed. Right. They didn't let them go home. Let them go home. Let your people go. You got people in jail for 30 years. Because they got a non-offensive uh, marijuana charge. Yeah. That's that bullshit. Yeah, the same shit y'all making money off of. That sh- you making money off of it now, so it's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's make it easy access. So let's, let them go. Let them all go, goddammit. And that's what that's that's that bullshit on top of good shit. That's that that the uh, that perfume shit that they like to feed to you. All right. Now let's get into the bad shit. I'm gonna talk about it uh first. You want the story, I'll take it. Your girl, Amber. Oh, what's this bitch? Amber Geiger. Yeah. She was convicted guilty of killing Bo uh Brown. No, well, sorry, it's a lot of people that died this weekend. Killed Bowman in his own home. Yeah. She got 10 years, and everybody gave this bitch hugs. Yeah. How you feel about that? What you thinking? How you feeling? Me, personally, mm-hmm. y'all can save all them hugs. If I, I come back from the grave and hunt all you bitches, who hugging this bitch? I'm knocking all this courtroom over, goddamn. This hundred spirits in this motherfucker, right. for one. That's my first beef with it. Mm-hmm. And everybody gave these justified. The judge going to come with these justified excuses. Well, she wanted the Bible to take what he wouldn't have gave that to a black man. At all. He wouldn't have hugged him or none of that bullshit. Right. You got bitches fixing her hair and all that bullshit. The brother forgiving him. Fuck that bullshit. I'm with the mama on this shit. Oh, fuck all these people here. You know what I'm saying? The corruption is... The corruption is... Uh, uh, recognize and pay attention to all this shit is just unjust. 
Uh, the ten year sentence is way too light. Yeah. Way too fucking light. No, you walked into a man's home and killed him. I don't give a fuck what color he is. You basically got away with murder. You just took a petty charge. Exactly. That's that bullshit. You should have took your ass to jail for 25 years of life with a possibility or no possibility. Really no possibility of parole. Because once you see that camera footage on her, uh, the, the body cam footage, you see how she going back and forth to the apartment. She not even trying to save this man's life. All this bullshit. Nah, bitch, you need to go to jail. Mm-hmm. And then the friends that help her cover that shit up, they need to go to jail. Fuck too. It's fucking ridiculous. Accomplices. Accomplices. Yeah. How do you feel about it, bro? Um, for one, I'm I'm happy that the they finally convicted a police officer of a crime. Right. I'm very so happy. So I don't I don't want people to just dismiss that part. Nobody's really showing that or expressing the fact that it finally went all the way through to where a crime happened against a police officer. Oh, white one And too. they actually got sentenced right. for their crime. Because we see time and time again where this shit gets brushed on the rug and like she was justified for it. They brush on the rug and give her a new rug. So let's let's take that let's take that mark first. I will take that. And so. the second thing is I don't give a fuck about the brother hugging her. I don't care. None of my bitch. I don't care about what the brother, because whatever he felt he needed to do, because he lost his brother. Right. So whatever he needs to do to grieve, let him do that. Let him you go know, that grieve process. how you want to grieve. Let him grieve how you want to grieve. So if right. you want to hug her, fine. I have no problem with that. I'm not. I'm not angry. She I didn't. She a- didn't kill my brother. Right. So it's his brother that died. Right. Let him do what he need to do. I still need the extra jug. I need that tug to be tight where she can't breathe a little bit. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all gave him hell for it. And I don't think it was merit. Right. He lost his whole, his, his fucking brother. So right. if that's what he wanted, his mother said she's not that she's not that strong. She's not there yet. Right. So it's not like the whole family is like, we're happy you killed our family member. Right. He had his own and way of dealing with it. So y'all gave him hell for nothing. Right. Um, and he said, look, I can't live with hating her. I just right. need to get that out the way. People agree they only need to. So forgiveness Facts. is a process for yourself, not for other people. Facts. I don't think he deserved all that And shit. make sure y'all go through that grief process because all that motherfuckers are stuck on the third step. Ten years is light as fuck. Light as fuck. Ten years is light as fuck. And I think ten years, I think she, ten years was like more than I thought she was going to get. I thought she was going to get shit. I thought she was going to get off. I thought she was going to get off. So 10 years is like, if you want to call it a win, it's a win because she got sentenced. It doesn't justify what she did. At all. Uh, but it does set precedence for the next motherfucker to do some dumb shit because you can use this case as a reference right. point to where you can get convicted of shit like this. Right. Um, baby steps. So the whole process, the situation's fucked up in itself. You got precedence for you lawyer people. They said, you know, you can't keep overlooking shit like this and let it go mm-hmm. I think the fact that she was a white she was a female she's female is the only reason why they didn't back her right. because if she was <laughs> that's what a white male right male he probably got off on that shit they would have backed her up so yeah. um, you know it's a fucking situation 10 years is light but you know y'all y'all was wrong for going at this man for hugging this lady what you feel about the judge and the uh, bailiff though 
I don't know what the bailiff is doing. She might try to get her 15 minutes of fame. Like, why the fuck is you combing her hair? Right. I mean, she's she's nothing to this case. Right. She doesn't she doesn't she doesn't sit down on sentences. Right. She has no testimony. She doesn't do no interviews. Whatever her reason was, combing his motherfucking hair has nothing to do with what happened. Right. I don't care. But the judge, though, mm-hmm. you sit in front of these people every day. Every fucking day. And you see this shit all the fucking time. All the If you in a murder time. trial, you you not immune to... You're not doing traffic court. Right. It's a murder trial. It's a whole-ass murder trial. And the person you hugging just committed a murder. So, you know, I don't think you're hugging all the motherfucking... Uh, uh, people that's been arrested. Nah, nah. So I don't know if you're looking for your 15 minute of fame, yeah. but that was not justified. That was not justified. You, you really got a professional. You got a. And, and you just you showing it why 10 years happened. I I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. I didn't like the the judge on the person I had a problem with. The judge was the main person I had the problem with. You you are at work. Mm-hmm. You're not going and you and you're the sentencing and shit. That's right. your job. And you're going to hug the motherfucker you just gave ten years to. Really? You better hug everybody in the next ten cases. Yeah, you didn't hug. She did hug the mother. I give her that. But still, the fuck that. You hug. Why, why are you hugging? You hug the motherfucker you just found guilty. Why are you hugging? Why are you hugging? What's the point of the hug? Talking about she wanted a Bible. You, you're mixing, uh, you know, the Bible. Church and church religion. religion. Church like, and state. You, you, you're, you're not being professional right at now. At all. You're really not being professional. And you're being suspect all. right now. Right. So the same way the judge in the Meek Mill case was, mm-hmm. you're the same type. You're the same type. And you're holding a position of power and you're abusing it. And they're not the first one. You know what I'm saying? I hate that the sisters are getting attention for this because we see the white judges do this shit constantly all the goddamn time yeah. but y'all really just made it look like oh damn that's how people doing this shit I don't see the, the purpose of you doing that I don't see it at you all you just do the sentence and get the fuck on none of that business uh, since we're on this Amber Geiger case let's talk about Joshua Brown man he was a key witness in the murder trial for the former Dallas police officer convicted of shooting a neighbor uh, we know Amber Gall- uh, Geiger uh, was shot and killed during a drug deal gone wrong, according to Assistant Chief Avery Moore. Allegedly, y'all got me fucked up on this one. Y'all got me all the way fucked up. Y'all on got this me one. fucked up. You expect me to believe this shit? Yeah, that's like y'all expect me to believe this bitch walked into her own uh, to the wrong apartment. Y'all think I'm gonna believe this bullshit? Y'all got me entirely fucked entirely. up. Entirely. When I seen the story. I wasn't completely shocked about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's bro. fucked up." So you mean to tell me this nigga just showed up for court with a Dragon Ball Z T-shirt, moving all this cocaine and drugs from Louisiana? Well, he he it wasn't from Louisiana. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they they came to buy from a, a, alleged to buy drugs from. Him. Right. But the thing I'm fucked up about is, all right, he died mm-hmm. or he got killed. All right, it's a cover-up. And what you motherfucker decide to feed me... To tell me... Is that... As a grown adult... Y'all found all this fucking weight in this apartment. All of this. Money, drugs, and you got a police officer who stayed in the same apartment. Right. And he decides to to go in front of the fucking court to fuck with the police to snitch the front of the grand jury to snitch and he got all this fucking weight in his fucking apartment like you ain't cross examine this motherfucker you don't know he got a drug background when you went to his house to ask him hey did you hear anything outside 
You didn't smell or see none of them drugs? <laughs> Nothing? I'm, I, I don't I don't believe that would be the case because if you're doing illegal shit, mm-hmm. your first step is not to fuck with the police. You're not fucking with the police. You don't draw no attention. I ain't see shit, Your Honor. All the motherfuckers in the apartment who heard it didn't want to testify. Now, them, they probably doing drugs. This motherfucker mm-hmm. said, I'm going to come forward because I heard it, but he got all this fucking weight in this house. All this weight? Come Get on, man. Get the fuck out of here, Come on, man. man. I, don't, I don't believe that, I man. I don't believe it. And they shot him in his mouth. See, they shot him in his mouth. That's something, different. and that's a sign of you know saying you. you I shot you because you talk too fucking right. much, right? And it's not nobody trying to do a drug deal going bad because if the drug deal went that bad, he wouldn't have none of that fucking weight in his None house. of that fucking so, weight. He wouldn't have been that easy to be accessible. No, if you moving that fucking weight, you you not moving around yourself. Now, my video was just on yesterday, uh, and this bitch just got convicted. So, so you mean to tell me in the same week this bitch get convicted, I get killed? I'm saying get the fuck out of here. I'm on national television and I'm gonna do a hand to hand myself. Myself? If you got that much weight on you, you're not doing hand to hand yourself. You're not doing that. You're not (laughs) doing those handoffs. You're not doing those moves. That's not your move right there. No, you your cousin Pinky might get shot. He'd be like, man, damn, Ray Ray. Yeah. Yo, R.I.P., you know. You're not making those moves you're not if you're holding that moves. much 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 weight on you, man. Nah, so I yo, y'all that, it was a slap in the it was fucked up because he he died. It's a right. slap in the fucking face that you 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 say he had this much shit on, he's just this terrible person. Like the they the prosecutors, they ain't cross examining his motherfucker. They didn't look in his lifestyle that right. he got this motherfucking problem in his history. And, and here's the thing that really pisses you off, according to CNN. After receiving tips, police obtained a search warrant and recovered twelve pounds of marijuana, one hundred forty three grams of THC cartridges, and four thousand dollars in cash from Brown's apartment. Bruh. Bruh, 12 pounds of marijuana 12 in an apartment. Pounds. 12 pounds. In an apartment. Come on, dog. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. That ain't no new smell. You're like, as soon as you would have said, did you hear it? Damn, it smell like weed in that bitch. Dude. What you got in there? You got that good? How you gonna hide 12 pounds of How you hide 12 pounds of marijuana in your apartment? And then the fact that they found two of the three black men who allegedly shot the man. So fast. And they fa- they saying, and I see people on my social media saying, you know, it's our own people who do this all the time. Look here. Look here, motherfucker. This is where you fuck up at. You fucked up. People get in trouble, right. and people of power flip them to do quit. certain shit. Quit all the time, all the fucking time, all the fucking time. So and it looks better ki- when we killing ourselves. It looks e- it's easier if we kill it's ourselves. Cut case, it's closed. It was a drug deal. It's black on black crime. Ain't nothing about this young man in no damn Dragon Ball Z t shirt and gym shorts. It tells me he's a criminal like that. Right? Nah, B. If you got twelve pounds of marijuana in your apartment, twelve pounds. The police officer on the next floor know the fucking traffic in your fucking apartment. A hundred and forty-six gram of THC cartridges. Do you know how many of the cartridges that is? Man, them bitches falling out your motherfucker. They kicking out the door. Hell no. 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 And I'm not going to the police if I'm I not. got this motherfucking weight on me. Not. I'm not going. Uh, Testify, yeah. Not not just simple testify. I'm pointing out shit. <laughs> you know, I'm out there talking. So you mean to tell me that I got killed over a drug deal and shot in the mouth? Right. Not no, not 
The mouth, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, y'all, that's a slap in the face right there. You can try better. If you believe that shit, man, shit. I got some motherfucking sensitive beads I need to sell you. (laughs) Right. That's going to heal all your wounds. That's fucked up. That's all the way fucked up. For real, for real. Um, So Walgreens and Kroger, I have decided that they will no longer sell e-cigarettes. Right. Amazing what happens when a white kid die. Man, who you telling? Shit. Five white kids died from uh, vaping, and they got sold probably some bullshit, allegedly, and they dead now. So, R.I.P. to them, but uh, amazing how these new e-cigarette laws came about so quick. Because Jew was running this shit at first. Mm-hmm. Now Jew can't get a flavor in this motherfucker. It's it's crazy. It's 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 weird to me how quickly y'all move on this shit. We got mass shootings. We got the criminal justice system fucked, and y'all know it's fucked because you got people really locked up for thirty years. They tried to sell me a show with let's talk about the military white boys that get locked up because they discharged their arm, they gun, and and they was just in the wrong circumstances at the wrong time. Motherfucker, that's half the black people that's locked up in jail right now. Right. What the fuck you trying to sell me? Some ice cream cookies? The fuck out of here. So, you know, it was vaping related <clears throat> illnesses that Well the thing is that they they um they allowed vaping mm-hmm. to uh run amok like there was no regulations on what you can put in these cartridges no. so people was just feel like ass shots right. they was putting let what, them go where the fuck they want to inside that like mm-hmm. you thought you was smoking whatever i'm I'm putting goddamn cat litter and, cat and litter hennessy and in that bitch. In bitch right so it was crystallizing motherfucking young people lungs right and you know once that shit hardens it, it's nothing you can do about it right. so that's gonna be an epidemic going down because you don't know what the fuck you smoking 20 years from now fuck mess melanoma it's gonna be you have a vape you have a vape you have a lawsuit exactly so they never regulated what can be sold in these vape pens and they need it i mean they need to nip that shit in the bud early because Quick. vaping is cool. Right. They got videos. They got YouTubers vaping, vaping. and doing designs and shit. Vaping blow their imaginary smoke around the room. Right. So you gotta you gotta nip that shit in the bud because it's actually fucking people off. Right. But just it wouldn't got the notoriety if it wasn't other people other that's people dying, dying from first. it first. Yeah. The so, white kids want to die first. Everybody be vaping. Still everybody vaping. Everybody still be vaping happily. Yeah. Making all this money. Mm-hmm. And like everybody like, uh, they being responsible for taking out the stories first. Wait a minute. They put it in their stories and they give a fuck about the consequences. Cause right. everybody they was making money off this shit. <laughs> so don't lie to me. Anyway. Alright, so um Stacy Dash got arrested last week. <laughs> Stacy for uh, domestic violence to her husband. Boy, karma coming out for him, shapes uh, and sizes. Husband called laws on him. They came, took her ass to jail, mm-hmm. and in the processing of this young lady, they classified her as being white as her race. Yeah, I didn't know that. So <laughs> the cop put down, you know, all her information, and when it got down to race, she he put white. Yeah, and he meant it was an error on his behalf, but. 
I'm not even surprised that, you know, he probably seen her ass on TV and just saw her as a white woman. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what was your thing, but she was classified in her arrest papers as being white. You see how the charges dropped. That's. <laughs> <laughs> all them charges dropped the yeah. prosecutor attorney said well based on the interviews and the body cam video we can tell wait a minute this is a domestic battery charge y'all weren't even there y'all weren't there for that shit what body cam video did you see yeah so the husband went and bailed out but you know in the process and shit he, he classifies white. white I guess that, that you know that that, that privilege that privilege you, you gotta you got to live with it. But at the same time, all that shit you spewing is coming back on you, man. Like a motherfucker. You know, Stacey uh, Dash is probably one of the finest women in America. On earth. You know, she was on the magazines and shit. Ebony, all of that. All of them. And then once you start being a, a political pundit, as they call it. As they call it. Your soul word. start leaving. I see you. You start, you, you start looking old right. in the face. Them green eyes not so green no more. Yeah, man. Them no. Crow's feet start popping up. They start up. popping. That other side of you came out. Yeah. yeah. You, you activated your white side. <laughs> white side activate. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to. I mean, I don't I don't risk nobody going to jail, but I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm not you mad know? at all. A lesson was learned on this the day. The shit you speak out your mouth, you know. You it gotta, carries weight. It does. So, karma. Karma's a motherfucker. You got to deal with that bullshit. Well, I got an odd story. Mm-hmm. F- the FBI confirms that Samuel Little uh, confessed to killing well over 200, no, 90 women. Over 35, 93 women. Okay. Over a 35 year span. Yeah, he was black. And now put him as the the highest. Radic serial killer in history. history. In history. In history. He took that spot. Boy, I tell you, when y'all black people achieve shit, boy, y'all go above <laughs> and beyond. God damn. <laughs> shit, y'all ain't trying to break these white people records. Some records don't need to be broke. God damn. No now, and he's saying these things, but he's having, he's, he's pinpointing areas and time frames where shit happened where right. people come up missing so it's not like he just going for clout and he drawing out pictures this motherfucker hand drawing out this what this bitch look like and he's like sir he's like ooh I remember that one like yeah. sir I for the longest man ever since I watched Dexter I know there's people out there like this what? I know there's people that when the people come up missing there's somebody out here who's doing that Dexter walk you up to a lot of you know what that motherfucker do seem like he'll be that crazy he will be that crazy I get into it with some white people at work I let them have it be like you know what you right bro I'm yeah. sorry I should listen to you cause you look like you come shoot this whole motherfucker up I came at, you, I came at you wrong yeah so right. I hate that for one it was a black person yeah, I'm gonna say that first and foremost. I ain't gonna lie, I hate it too. I don't want the the the, the craziest serial killer in history to go down as a black, black man. man. It's like Saturday Night Live all over again. All over when again. When I see that sketch, I holler. When you, when you, hear, the, when you hear the story, you think it okay. I know it's a white dude. When I first heard the story on Tom Jordan's show, I was like, oh, Samuel Little, oh, they ain't one of us. No, I heard the story on uh uh. I was laying in the bed and I heard it. They was talking about it and they said 94 people 
I'm like, damn, what is white boy killing people? And I rolled Kill it over. And it was a whole nigga. I said, ooh. ooh damn. Damn. That ain't a good look for us. Shit. Go y'all missing dollars y'all was worried about. That's terrible, man. That's terrible. That's and, a but, lot of people. But the, the the scary part is somebody gonna try to beat that. Somebody's going to. Somebody gonna try to be like, I can, I, can, I can do it. He knows it's gonna be one of them Trump supporters. Like, I can't believe a nigga beat our record. <laughs> It's ridiculous. That's crazy. I just kidnapped 30 bitches yesterday. Well, there's a lot of people going missing, so somebody probably like, 94? I did that shit in 94. It's nothing. (laughs) It's nothing. That's that octane gas. I got that. Yeah, there's some crazy people in this world, bro. It very That's terrible. It's sad, sick. 94 people. Like, you trying to find your family. You confessing happily, too. You, I don't think the chair would be enough. You got to give them that Tucker uh, execution. Man. That Tucker execution when they tie them wires to your balls. <laughs> you know He so. probably like that. You got to just... You gotta just send him, sentence him to getting punched in the face every ten minutes. You gotta do it like James Bond did when they sit you in that seat with your balls hanging out and they hit you with the rope underneath. What's up with this ball attack though, man? Man, he gotta suffer. Okay. He gotta suffer, man. He took that woman's. Yeah. Ladyhood, man. You, I need your manhood too in a very violent way. Yeah. Because that's a sick, disgusting man. Like. On a whole level of just sick and disgusting. And the way he was, you know, he was excited about. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, serial killers had that, that that you know, joy of mm-hmm. one day I'm going to get caught. Or, you know, I'm going to leave little clues so you know it was me. So you me. know it was me. So when he's all accumulation, like, yeah, those were mine. Right. So this was just like, yo, know, coming out party. Like, yo, it was me, y'all. I it's did a, this shit. Yeah, it's like. I'm the, old now. What y'all going to do? I'm already dead anyway. Like the mass Singer or some shit. Like, yeah. it was me. Yeah, so yeah, you gotta find some way to just make them suffer for years. The chair is not it. You gotta get punched in the face every ten minutes. You you need to. You're like on some random shit. Like you just take a sneeze, somebody swing on you. Fuck you, nigga. I thought it was bless you. Now nah, that's what you get. You need some violent shit done to you. Yeah, definitely. I got another story that don't make no damn sense. Maybe you can help me with this. And I have my suspicions. Mm-hmm. But a dog named Molly shoots an Oklahoma woman who was in the car. A dog? A dog. Shoots, Puppy. Shoots a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. All right. Let me get into detail. A Oklahoma woman was, quote, unquote, accidentally shot in the leg by a puppy after the dog became frightened by a passing train and stepped on the gun in the car. Where was the gun at? Right? It's just, something's just not making sense to me. I read further. Okay. Brent Park, 79, told police that he was in his car October 3rd with Tina Springer in the front passenger seat and Molly, his yellow Labrador, in the back seat. Park said a loaded 22 caliber handgun was in the center console of the car. When they stopped at a railroad crossing to let a train pass, the seven-month-old <laughs> dog, Labrador, uh-huh. seven-month-old Labrador, uh-huh. dog became spooked and jumped from the back seat onto the console, accidentally causing the gun to discharge. The bullet hit Springer in her 
left thigh above the knee. In a 911 call obtained by the outlet, uh, Parks tells the operator that Springer is bleeding pretty bad and they need help. To stop the bleeding, the dispatcher told him to take off his belt and tie it around Springer's leg above the wound. Springer, 44, screamed for help several times and said she did not feel well. So what you think happened? Right, here's what happened. Okay. Ain't no goddamn dog jump from no back seat to the front seat because they were scared of a train. Anything, they going to duck down further in the back seat. Mm-hmm. It's my opinion, first of all. First of all, this sugar daddy take care of this 44-year-old woman. Told this bitch, if you don't suck me up or uh, if you don't quit talking shit, I'm going to shoot your ass right here, right now. She didn't believe him. He shot her in the leg. Hmm. Okay. And because this bitch not trying to miss a check, she's like, oh, it hurts. I don't feel well. Uh, daddy, I still love you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she ain't trying to go to jail. Right. Okay. He ain't going to lie to me. Like, this damn dog, you ain't gonna blame this dog for shooting this woman. You just got your pistol out in the console. So, he she, he pulled up. This is my thing. He pulled up. Mm-hmm. She jumps in the car. He's like, where the money at? Right. She's about $400 short. She short. She short. She's a little short. And she was short last week. Right. And he was and she like. she was short the week before. Look, every time you come through, you short. You short. You know, and she's like, that's all I got, daddy. Okay, I told you last time. Bah, bah. Now walk it off. Walk it off. You better not tell this police I shot your ass. We're going to say, we're going to blame it on the dog. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. Ain't no dog jumping in the front seat, pulling triggers on holes in their left eye. Mm-mm. Your left eye? Right. It's just hard. So you telling me you riding in the car, shotgun with a gun pointed on you, and it's so easy for a dog to hop up to, in the front car. it goes so, off on you. Yeah, come on. And now. shoot. Can we get the... How dumb y'all think we are, man? These motherfuckers doing full interviews, showing off the dog and shit. Like, bruh. <laughs> bruh, this big-ass dog ain't jumping to the front seat. You done told and warned this dog enough time. Sit your ass down. He's seven months old. This ain't no just damn puppy. Especially got the dog riding around with you. He familiar with cars. He etiquette. familiar with cars. He know his spot in the backseat by the window. Yeah. He ain't finna be scared by no damn train. You done passed this train before, I'm sure. It's a train in your neighborhood. Yeah, the dog's hearing is way better than yours. Mm-hmm. I think he know when a train is coming. Yeah, it's not first time hearing a train. Well, it's not his first time hearing a goddamn train. But you got away with shooting this bitch because they ate that story up. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that bullshit. Last story is my kicker story. It's something positive. Oh, did you have another one? I'm done with it. Okay. Uh, Atlanta raises $50 million to provide housing for the city's homeless population. Keisha, Keisha Lance Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta, just announced that the city reached its goal of raising a whopping $50 million to provide housing for the homeless. According to reports... From Blevity, Atlanta partnered with the United Way of Greater Atlanta to raise the funds. About half the money came from donations from private organizations, which includes uh, Emery's Break, who donated the last $114,000 that allowed the city to reach its goal. The other half is from the Homeless uh, Opportunity Bond sale that began under former Mayor Kasim Reed. 
At the moment, there are over 3,000 homeless people in the city of Atlanta, and the money raised will provide 550 homes for the city's homeless population. Well, turn up. Turn the fuck up. Doing something for people that need it. That's a lot of thoughts without homes. Yeah. It's needed. Yeah. It just it'll clean up the city, man. All some people need is like that stepping stone. Sometimes people need just that that little break of and that piece of I got a roof over my head for the night. I can think. I can come up with something. Instead of just walking over them and like, making your city look bad right. and you got, you know, it's a tourist attraction, it's a tourist city and shit. Right. Do something for the people less fortunate. Uh, in their minds they get out of sight out of mind but at least you're doing something for them you trying yeah you're not stepping over them as you're trying to see oh Peace Street's dope yeah you know you gotta walk over homeless people and shit down Martin Luther King ooh that's real over here yeah yeah so salute salute and that's my last story anything else that's all I got alright shot we're about to take a quick break. Remember to write in the power lunch hour at gmail.com. We got your motherfucking back. Holler at us. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Econo Auto Detail is a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Auto Detail. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys. She can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find on Facebook or IG. Addicted Craft. My good people, it's hot outside. And it's the summertime, so you want to look good, you want to look right. I want to see you to the best barber in town. His name is Chris Staff. 501-533-4360. Chris Staff has all the styles that you need to bring that right look out and crush the party scene. Holler at my boy, Chris Staff, at 501-533-4360. Let him get your head right. Let him get your table looking just good. Get that crisp line so he can impress folks. And they know that you come with some respect on your name. Chris Stab, 501-533-4360. Holla, let them get your head right. Now let's get back to the show. Act two. Yes, sir. Hey, feels good to be back. We are back. We are back. We are back. Yo, so I'm just going to get straight into it. It's a lot of fall TV dropping right now. It's so much shit that came. I took a week off. I came back. I'm still behind on shows. Damn. And I really put in work catching up on shows. Okay. So, the most important shows that dropped so far. Raising Dion on Netflix is produced by, uh, what's my boy's name? Tyler Perry. No. Okay. <laughs> Not Tyler Perry. Okay. Uh 
Uh, is this your king Wakanda nigga? Uh, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Salute Michael B. Jordan. I, as you know, this first off, Raising Dion started off as a comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, after a comic book, it was made into a short little film. Losing Isaiah. No. Okay. It's not Holly Berry's. It's about a kid, uh, about a a single mom Mm -hmm. that raises a son with superpowers. He has extraordinary telekinesis abilities. Oh, okay. Same thing. Who's Isaiah? Yeah. Instead, the the set of superpowers, the kid was a crack baby. Okay, go ahead. I'm fucking it up. Go ahead, man. Same thing. Crack babies (laughs) grow up to do wonderful things. They got, they got, they got, they co host shows. They got superpowers. They're able to work multiple jobs at one time. They like to watch movies about superpowers. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Crack Babies out there. One the time for the Crack the Babies, man. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> we family. <laughs> That's our generation, though, That's man. That's our generation, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's true. Ooh, shout out to my mama, Shane. Shit. Because Susie, the full crackhead. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> So check it out. So Raising Dion mm-hmm. went from a comic book to a quick short film to Netflix picking it up and making it a whole ten episode series. Okay. Uh, the single mo- black mom. Not only is she raising this kid with superpowers, mind you, and, and they got to do other superhero. They got a, uh, super villains involved in the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about raising a black son by yourself as a mom. Now, the dad didn't abandon his family per se. Mm. You know, he was there. He was involved. He loved his kid. Uh, circum- circumstances happened and he couldn't be involved like he wanted to be. Mm. So, it's this, it was this scene where the mom had to explain to her son that it's going to be people out there that don't like you because of the color of your skin. Mm. And it was his principle. And the mom was like, how do I have this conversation with the brother? And her sister like, bitch, you got to. Mm-hmm. Shit, what the fuck you mean? Handle that. Yo, it's so, it's a dope story. Dope TV series. I applaud it. Salute. Very good job. I appreciate having this. Uh, it was a very dope storyline. Uh yeah, I enjoyed it. If you ain't seen Raising Dion yet, check it out on Netflix. It has my strong recommendation. It's a great it's a You great watched show. the whole thing already? Oh yeah, I, I binge watched that as soon as I got home. Yeah. It was it was Raising Dion and then after that I switched over to the new uh animated Netflix drop. It's a Mexican anime, but with Kung Fu in it. Okay. And uh it goes hard. I ain't gonna fuck up this name. It's like, well, I'm finished too, but Samue, Samue. I don't know. It's on Netflix. It begin with an S. You know, it's a Mexican anime with Kung Fu and shit. It's got a black guy on there who's hilarious. Oh, it's a good anime. Dope. Uh, check it out. Samoas. I don't know. He's still trying. Still trying. Yeah. But basically, uh, it's a small town in Mexico who... Normally has no fucking crime. It's a peaceful ass town. Then all of a sudden hell break loose. They got super crackheads going wild in that bitch. They got demons. They got witchcraft. They got lots and lots of kung fu. Lots of kung fu. And they got a nigga talking shit uh, from the FBI who fucking his boss's wife. Yeah. This dope show. Very good. Very good. 
very proud of it. We had a lot of uh, fall anime wrap up and drop uh, while I was gone. Um, shout out all the action anime that's going on right now. I have no complaints. It's so many I can't even name. Uh, it's a new movie called Black Fox that dropped. Uh, it's an anime that went pretty damn hard. So, uh, holler at me in my DMs. You want to get some more one-on-one time about these animes and TV shows. We have a lot out right now. It's a lot to cover. Shout out Black Lightning is back. It came back out Monday. Okay. Very proud to see representation. It matters. Sometimes they go a little too hood. Yeah. But I appreciate them for thinking about the hood. So I have no bad shame to give to them on it. And uh, let me think. Anything else that dropped that's significant? Uh, Shamar Moore's SWAT came back. It's Black League, so that's the reason why I give it a shout-out. I haven't checked it out yet, but salute. Um, yeah. Uh, How to Get Away with Murder supposedly came back. It's coming back really? for another season. But this time they're talking about the murder of Annalise. So apparently Annalise get killed. Damn. And I ain't watching about three seasons. They two talk seasons. about how to solve the murder of Annalise. How to get away with the murder of Annalise, I guess. Okay. So I don't know. This might be their final season. Uh Flash, Arrow, and everybody's coming back over the next three weeks. So look forward. It's Arrow's final season. Uh, after last season, I really was disappointed in Arrow with this whole futuristic flashback bullshit. They made the kids weak as shit. I really don't appreciate them. Your parents went through too much shit for y'all to be acting like this. Don't make no damn sense. And of course, I'm always sick of, of weak-ass teenagers. But what we came here to talk about, what everybody want to hear us about, power! Two weeks of power. Two weeks of power. Two weeks of power, man. That's a lot of development, a lot of things to go through. What are your thoughts? What are you feeling? I'm so proud of that bag of oranges. Uh, I think that's my favorite character in the whole power series of all time is that bag of oranges. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the cold sub character, shout out Vince, for swinging the oranges. Right. And, you know... That's a lot happening. What are your views? What you thinking? What's on your mind? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm Team Tariq. And I think that he is playing a game terrible. At terrible! I think he got to a point where, I mean, he, he can understand the basic of selling dope. Right. But then when you get into the big leagues, he don't know the politics of it. Right. So he got in over his head and he tried to play a player. And he's still trying. So when he he fucked up and tried to cross over the Italians. Right. And he tried to come up with this plan like, you know, we can give you some money if you fake my, you know, Kidnap. my, my kidnapping. And then goes to Tommy move all that fucking weight. For all your that ass. fucking weight in two days, man. Like, dog. For your ass. If I can get like an inkling of that money, Tommy, give me it to me, bro. Like, shit. That's it. I got your back. That, the hustle's so hard. I, I I need to step my fucking hustle game up. I got to step. They moved all that weight in 24 hours. Oh, my God damn. And, oh, then, God and then, then they got the money stole from and then double back again. I mean, Came back. God damn. It, I think. Tariq, 
he 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 in over his head and he 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 put his family in danger for one. Right. He's way over his head. Way over his head. He he don't know the game. He don't know the game. And he's had plenty of examples like, you know what? I really don't know this game. I should stop. But not Tariq. Not motherfucking Tariq. Because it's in him. That's what he grew up in. He didn't grow up in it. He he got a he got a psychopath uncle and a dope dealing daddy, and he he's seen this growing up. He ain't been selling it himself, right? But he he's seen the game. He's aware of what's going on. Now he got a taste of it. He's trying to be better he than his boy, daddy. He got a high from it. Right. That's his high. <clears throat> so he ain't have to, have to be selling dope to know the game goes on, and this is what his daddy got from it. He want a piece of that. Right. So. He's trying to do it, but he don't know the game. Don't know the game. And I think he fucked up for putting his family in uh, that danger, and he's still lying to him. Still lying to him. Put him in his, his danger. He ain't got much family left. <laughs> he about to get them all killed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think... The baby made an appearance. I think it's... <laughs> right. I think it's dope. A chess move. I think a big moment in the first episode we missed is that when they finally got Tariq back, and uh, he was going to kill everybody. Ghost had the fucking big Joker when he brought Benny over. Yeah. And Benny's like, "Look, we, you know, he took care of my my niece, and it's, it's going to be love. We're going to go to war." I'm happy Ghost is thinking again. Yeah. I mean, once Angie died, Ghost is back being Ghost and thinking again. Yeah, he has to. He has to. Yeah. <clears throat> Making moves and. The fact that he realized that Tommy had a prop had, had killed Proctor. Right now it's like okay, game back on. Cause he didn't just kill Proctor. If he was at that house, Tommy would have killed Ghost too. Yeah, I mean he shot Ghost's house up off of spite. Off of spite. He could have killed Proctor with a, with a double tap. He shot the whole fucking crib up. Whole oh, fucking crib up. So he um, tried to bring he, Ghost tried to bring Tariq in like, look, son, this motherfucker's trying to kill your family. Yeah. Say what you want, I'm still your dad. I put a lot above for you. Mm-hmm. Tariq ain't saying none of that shit. He ain't saying none of it because none he, of that he, shit. all he sees is the game. He ain't seeing what was what the he game causes me. though. Yeah. All he gets on my goddamn nerve. So fast forward, and I'm just gonna fast all the way forward. I think, like I said, I think it's the dopest, smartest move Tasha could have done. Right. Since the whole breakup with her and Ghost, because she's been fucked up for a long time. Long she ain't time. been making wise decisions. She's just trying to find herself. She's trying to find a way. She Go can through. see Tariq ain't fucked up right now. T- right. Tariq is a she whole different mindset. She's like, this ain't your son. You can't, no ca- you, you, can't, you can't reach this boy. You can't. You, you can't, can't even talk to him. So if you're gonna be out here fucking up and, and putting us in problematic this situations, this thing almost got thrown off a balcony. and Didn't give a fuck. He still picked up a brick. Well, he picked up the brick prior though. Yeah, yeah, he picked the brick prior. Still trying to sell it. Yeah, so you know his dad pulled a gun on Tommy. Almost threw him off the side of the building. You fucking up the whole family. Nobody trusts you. Right. Tasha's like, I can't lose another child. Look. If you're going to do this, because I know you're going to do it. No, you're going to do it. I know you're, you're going to do it. You, are, you ain't going to listen to us. I'm going to teach you how to do it. Right. He pulls out the brick. Boom. Let's go. <laughs> I've been waiting for this shit. Let's go, man. Let's go. So, 
I'm still Team Tariq. I just think if he needs, if he just got a little bit of coaching, a little Look bit of it. a little guidance, boy, Tariq could be amazing. Yeah, in a game, he just got to get there. Tariq just need to leave this game alone, Tariq. And everybody give him every exit he can. These are the exits out the game, Tariq. You can get leave. out. Leave the game. This is not built for you. You gonna fuck up. I think it's built for him. He just don't know it. He's built for it. Man, he don't need to be in a game. He just don't know it. He just don't know the game, but he want to be in but it. But you think of all the sacrifices his dad made for him so he don't have to be in this game. He don't see his dad's sacrifices. All he sees is what, this sac- what his dad did to get what he has. Right. And I want that. And I'm going to be better at it than you did. Because Kanan taught him that, you know what I'm saying, your daddy is, a, is this, that, and third. I'm right. going to be better than that. But Kanan taught him from a selfish point of view. Kanan didn't teach him, like, look, your dad did this, but he lost this. Yeah. Your dad did this because of you. That's why he set me up. I just think that Trick going to be a beast. I think uh – Ghost is so much in his bag right now, though, man. He I'm get, so proud of Ghost being he getting in his out, bag. He getting out so much situations. He thinking on his feet, man. He playing the whole political he thing. The he playing the, he this playing the ghost Jason. I wanted back. I mean, he's just so on top of his game right, right now. Watch Tasha and Tariq set uh, Ghost up with the uh, feds. I'm telling you it's coming. You think so? I know so. Because that, that, that's their biggest competition. That's the biggest blocker they got. Because, you know, Ghost gonna, is two steps ahead of all of them, three steps ahead of them. Mm-hmm. So he going to shut that shit down at every turn. So the only way to get Ghost out is to go ahead and give them to the FBI. They going to sell them out to take over. Because she mad because Ghost blocking all her new dick. I don't think I don't think Tasha is trying to get Tariq to take over. I just think Tasha trying to show him how to do it, not to get fucking caught. That too, but in her own selfish way, she is trying to put Ghost in his place too. Like I told you, I could do this shit too, nigga. You ain't the only one. Mm-hmm. She gon' she is gonna be the the domino factor in the whole shit, and she gonna coach Tariq on being the domino factor in all shit. Here's the thing: she learned he learning the game from his mama. Mm-hmm. His mama don't make all the time wise decisions. Now sometimes she make good moves. Mm-hmm. A lot of times she make horrible moves. Yeah. That fuck up everybody. Because she petty and mad at Ghost. Ghost not giving her the 100% truth. So she's going to try to, she's going to uh, clap back at Ghost in a horrible, horrible way. It's going to fuck up the whole family and everything. Yeah. I see just see it because she that vengeful like that. Like, Worst gonna worst, she gonna do the shit like that. Cause she's like, okay, Tariq learned enough now. Now we can go at Ghost. So this is this is how it's gonna go. This is my mind. This is how it's gonna go. Okay. Tommy, I mean, Ghost has to provide Jason a, another distro, another uh, distro. Right. Andre was his solution mm-hmm. to get in Tommy's position. Okay. So he can kill Tommy. Okay. Now they got work together. So Andre's still on the payroll. He gonna find out Andre gave his son some work. Mm-hmm. He gonna murk Andre, About and he gonna have to find another distro. Distro, Tariq. It's gonna be the next Jason distro. Mm. Tariq gonna have to. He gonna have to provide him, and then Tosh gonna be like, "I've been training him. We've been doing this. We got these blocks. He's ready." He's like, "Well, Ghost, if you don't provide me another motherfucker, you are gonna die." Here's my son. He's in the game now. Jason gonna kill Tariq. 
<laughs> Ghost gonna kill Jason. Yeah. Him and Tommy gonna be friends again. No, well, Tariq ain't dying though. Tariq ain't going away. Tariq ain't done taking up. No, the baby girl gonna take over. Cause no one's seen her. She is the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> the baby girl gonna win it all. And she's gonna get the throne. <laughs> yeah. So to speak. Yeah, man, I just, I'm, I kind of happy Jason made Tommy and Ghost work back together again. Yeah. Because when they together, man, they are a dynamic duo like a motherfucker. When they apart, man, all this bullshit happened. That shit, Ghost went offered uh, Lala money and shit, Keisha some money. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the homeboy is going to exploit this shit. That nigga, uh, Spanky, though, he spoke that truth. To Tommy. Tommy did not want to listen. Bro, mm -hmm. you making emotional decisions. We talking about business. Mm -hmm. Tommy's so goddamn emotional. That's where he going to lose his motherfucking edge because he's going to lose it over Keisha. Keisha going to flip and dip on that nigga. She's not built for this life. <laughs> it was so funny when she... Yeah, she uh, got to go. When she killed that nigga and she breaking down and shit. And he's like, okay, baby, we can have all that. House life? Okay, cool. I still need you to grab these legs, though. <laughs> In the meantime, between time, grab, grab these goddamn legs. legs. We got to clean this shit up. We got to go. We got to go. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Power been dope the last couple weeks, man. Huh? Power been dope the last it's couple weeks. It's been real dope. Yeah. I'm very proud of it. It's been dope as shit. Um... So I watched, uh, I'm caught up on the Wu-Tang series. Okay, I got to catch up. I'm like, what, two, ep I've been away for a week, two weeks. Two episodes behind. Wu-Tang is dope. I'm I'm, I'm dope. locked in. Uh, I like the storytelling. I like the backstories, mm -hmm. the build-up. You know, like you said previously, the tension between the, the right. two. And learning who the characters are like, oh, dude, that's ODB. Yeah. Oh, that's so-and-so. Mm-hmm. That's who they've been rapping about this whole time. Like, we realized who the little Mexican dude, what's his name, J1, or whatever his name was, when they, they always reference him. Mm -hmm. In the rap, they were like, oh, that's who they was talking about. Yeah. I just think it's dope. And, you know, statue of limitation. You got to right. wait some time to, uh, you, you know, I can talk, talk about, about your shit now. Yeah, I can talk about my shit now. Right. So, I just think it's dope. The, 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 the balance or the struggle between, you know, providing for your family and still chasing your dream is trying to be an artist and, you know, you feel it that, you know, this is what you want to do. But at the same time, you got to put food on the table. So, it, you know, that that struggle that, you know, he was going through. But I I just think it's a, a, a dope series. Right. I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you. So Yeah, I'm finna binge watch like a motherfucker. I've been binge watching on everything. But I just got more work to do. The Probably further it goes on, it shows you how Wu Tang started just to get created. Right. You know, how all the pieces started coming together yeah. and everybody started merging together. I ain't gonna lie, I'm taking my fire stick with me probably because I'm probably just gonna want to catch up on TV. I've, I've been on vacation and vacation. I need a break from my vacation. Yeah. Because <laughs> this should be lit. But I already know this is not gonna happen the way I want to. But I got a lot of TV to catch up on still. <laughs> she been going hard right now. Yeah. So, yeah, salute Wu-Tang. I appreciate y'all for the culture. And I'm caught up on Ballers. So oh, if you're shit. watching Ballers, 
It's going down. I caught myself was going to watch Ballers while I was away. Yeah. And it surprised you by catching up on it. Yeah, I ain't get to none of that shit. The Rock, his own, he, he's the owner of a uh, a football team. He's the owner of the Chiefs. Right. He's making decisions. It's showing how athletes fuck up. You got to decide if you're going to sign them or you're going to you know let them go based off the off-the-field antics. Uh, the power moves that happen behind the scene, mm-hmm. the politics. I mean, it just... It's inspiring, man. Like so, Ballers is dope. I'm always caught up. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, him and his partner that that severed ties a while ago, they come together and have a whole, you know, come to Jesus meeting. And they apologize to each other, so they're gonna do business. But mm-hmm. The Rock is making moves on top of moves. If Ghost is in the game trying to figure out some shit, The Rock is in that motherfucker. Figuring out, out shit. shit. And they don't want him to be there. He a black owner. Yeah. And they don't want him to be there. And he's trying to move amongst vultures and shit. Right. So, it's dope. It's dope. Two bottles. What else we watching? Um, trying to think. Anything else drop? Oh, shout out Will Smith. He got the new movie dropping. Gemini Day. Uh, Gemini Twin. Gemini Man. Gemini man, that's one of them names. I knew it was Gemini something. <laughs> and I want to see the Joker. I want to go see the movie theater and see the Joker. I'm going to watch it on Bullet, but I want to see it. Yeah, I'm going to watch both of them in the movie theater. Yeah. Excuse me. Salute. I had a lot of people, uh, according to Hot 96, uh, Yee, she was saying a lot of people uh, that look up Joker that went and watched Joker also going to Pornhub for looking for Joker porns. Okay. Like, the fetish, you know, a lot of times people do the cosplay and they do porns to the characters and shit. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people searching for Joker porns. Wow, that's weird. It's weird and weird, weird, right? Like, what makes you... <laughs> Let me go see how they fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is that about? Yeah, that's weird. That's extra weird for me. It's like the highest, it's right now one of the highest rated searches on Pornhub. Pornhub coming up. Pornhub coming up. I should fuck with XNXX. That's the real, that's the truth. But I ain't trying to be in my business, you know. I'm just saying. They got the truth. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me think. What else? Any other movies, TV shows I'm forgetting? Uh,. No, I don't really ready to discuss because, of course, I ain't finished catching up on them. But NCIS back, and they got Ziva back in that bitch. I got to watch these episodes to see what's happening. That was my chick. Uh, I'm trying to think, any other new black shows or any other show? Oh, Blackish. They brought back Girlfriends. Yeah. I appreciate that shit. That was dope. That was a dope episode. If you don't watch Blackish, you missing out. That was a dope ass episode. And all the girlfriends still look good. Look good as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, they look the same, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, Asia did not fuck with them at all. They all walked in with that same pose looking good. William even lost some weight. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the girlfriends, man. That was a good show for our culture. Especially yeah. at the time it dropped. That was dope. I think. That's all of my movies. Yeah, movies, movies and TVs. That's all I got for now. I do better catching up by next week, people. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. So I listen to a lot of music. 
over the past week. Okay. And I'm going to run it down pretty quick. Let's go. Um, I don't know if I talked about the last episode, but I listened to the uh, the Slim Thug album, King of the North. 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 And, you know, Slim Thug brought it back to the old. I talked um, about it. Well, you talked about it previously. Right. Was, I just remember that. Yeah. I talked about that one. That yeah. was good. So he brought back the old Houston freestyle. And it, it reminded me of, you know, being the motherfucking at the pond freestyling in 2000, 2001. He brought that. Everybody was rapping like they're from Houston to Dallas and shit. So one time for Houston freestyling, man. That's a, it's an art in itself. Right. One time for my dog, J-Way, one of the coldest freestylers I didn't listen to growing up. In my Dillard University days. Hey, what up, Jay? Jay Way so hard on a freestyle. What up, Jay Way? Two yellow bone twins, if you know you. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, that album was dope, man. He he took it back on that one. The baby dropped an album called Kirk, uh, reference to his father. Uh, I liked it. It wasn't like the first one. He did have. He he really touched on a lot of shit in his family and his life. You know, his sophomore album really dig into, you know, his personal. But he still got mm-hmm. the same flow, and it's not really switching up too much. So his cadence is on every track. The beat drop, he starts rapping. You know, he don't let the beat build at all. But, you know, it's not like it's terrible. He's just really um, trying to explain some shit. So I got to listen to it again to dig that into it, but it wasn't as hard as the first one when I first listened to that one. Okay. When I first listened to his first one, I didn't give it all the accolades. I had to go back and listen to it. What's the name of Of what? Yeah, what are you talking about? Kurt. Oh. Like Kurt. K-R-T. K-R-K. Okay. The name of his father. I thought you were talking about the baby when he first said he don't wait for nobody to beat to drop. The baby. That's what I'm talking about. The baby. Okay. Yeah, the album name is Kirk. Oh, the okay. baby! I'm with is you now. The artist. I'm with you now. Yeah, the baby's the artist. So yeah, he jumps on every track. Uh, Young and May has a, a project out called "Her Story in the Making," and this shit's hard. I hear um, it go hard. Young and May is a beast. I mean, skill wise, you know she, she she's killing motherfuckers lately, and she's she she was you know out the way for a while and she said she had to get her shit together and you know focus on her next move she she's independent and she's out there um i think she's uh she's directing porn and shit you know well, so she it in, yeah man. she's doing different venues I've been and there, shit. Done that. it's a good lucrative business so uh young and may album is definitely nice she spoke on a lot of situations where people wonder where you've been you know, so I, I fucks with that one. Yeah. Uh, where I'm at now. Uh, Kevin Gates put out an album. I'm him. Yeah, I'm a Kevin. I'm a Kevin Gates fan. I I really wasn't fooling with this one though. Hmm. I really wasn't. Um, I think you know Kevin Gates is a very in, uh, intelligent person. I just mm-hmm. think he's just rapping too smart for himself. Okay. I just need the old Kevin back in this motherfucking new one. I don't know. It's not terrible. It's just like you're not giving, you're not delivering it like you used to. Mm-hmm. So you know, when you go through shit, you change shit up. So he he might be trying to you know change his whole approach, but it's not the same Kevin Gates I fucked with. You know, I might give another shot because I'm a fan of it, but right. I wasn't a fan of it. This one in the road trip out. Yeah, and I listened to uh, uh, Summer Walker. 
Now I keep I saw her on my timeline on, on Twitter and shit. So let me check it out. So she a, a female artist, R and B singer. I'm not a fan of R and B. I gave it a good shot. I like the songs I listen to. There the the tracks are short as fuck. <laughs> but um she was she was delivering. I just not here for R and B. I'm not here mentally for R and B. He said it's not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. But the songs I did hear is hard though. Um, you know, niggas, relationship, breaking up, all that shit. I'm not oh, here. It's, I'm, it's real life. I'm not here for it. And what I really want to talk about though, the the biggest story in the goddamn are a rap game right now. Okay. The the headliner. Headliner. Is Shaq versus Dame Dollar? Oh, they going back and forth. On oh Shaq. my goodness, people were steady sitting. Me. Did you hear this shit? Let this, this is this is this is a, a actual rap beef because these motherfuckers actually going back and forth to each other. Personally, and I appreciate for the culture for the fact that for one, you can't shit on Shaq's name. Can't Shaq is is hands down the most. Uh, I don't say famous. He's the most uh, productive mm-hmm. NBA rapper. Right. He got the most accolades. He got platinum yeah, records. Yeah, video game. He got... Shaq Fu. I mean, he got he got major artists on his shit. He went platinum. Platinum. Shaq went platinum. Give it to him. He did go platinum. So you can't take away what Shaq done in the rap game. And it all started when... Dame Dollar was doing an interview and he said, they asked him about Shaq as far as being an NBA rapper. He's like, you know, Shaq is okay, but he ain't doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Shaq put out a diss track on his ass. It's nothing. And I'm like, go ahead, Shaq. It was it was a little corny, but you know, Shaq was just, you know, being his entertaining self. He came around with a round two, though. The bars was hitting, and then, but Dame Dollar dropped his shit and Dame crushed his ass. Quickly. Crushed his ass. Quickly, I gotta get a listen. And then he came around with another one. Yeah, on his dog ass. I was like, I'm back, bitch. And then I was like, Damn, Shaq, you know, you gonna. Let... And then Shaq came through and just, you know, put the big hand smack down on his ass. <laughs> so I appreciate Shaq for coming out of retirement, yeah. dropping bars, and coming at Dame. But I appreciate it for the culture for because the culture. Dame is a real bo- uh, artist. Right, lyrics, everything. Shaq is a rapper. He gives you he 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 can jump on a beat and give you delivery. So mm-hmm. it's old school and new school, but I impre- I appreciate it for the fucking culture, man. I right, do. right now I give it I give uh I give it two one mm. to Dame Dollar. Oh, two one to Dame Dollar. Yeah, you know, Dame had two dope ones. Shaq had the second one was dope, so I think Dame is winning right now. But See, I the appreciate the first one, I didn't know where it came from. Like for Shaq's first one, I'm like, why who is this Dame? Why is he dissing him? I thought he was dissing Dame Dash. I was like Oh wow. I was like, Oh, what Dame do to you, Shaq? <laughs> I didn't even know who the fuck he was No, you didn't listen to the freestyle then. Yeah, hey, Dame Dash ain't never played basketball, nigga. <laughs> right. I was like, who is he dissing? Yeah. So I pre- I appreciate the 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 just the battle in itself. I'm a fan of it. So Shaq, you know, he ain't go he ain't going down without swing. He ain't swinging. going down without a fight. Yeah. So he gonna get in that booth. Yeah, was, I'm appreciative of it. Thank you. Uh, speaking of beefs, uh, Pusha T, Drake's beef. It's not dead yet. Okay. It's still coming more shit, more verses uh, getting dropped towards one another. But the shit that started all this revival was Drake's dad did an interview. Mm-hmm. 
And Drake's dad said he heard Drake saying all this shit in his songs, talking about the dad wasn't there. He was the absentee father, shit like that. And Drake's dad was like, I was always there. Right. And Tommy called me, I was there. I asked him, son, why are you still doing, why are you saying this shit about me? Because it sells records, dad, is what uh, Dane, uh, not Dane, but <laughs> Drake's dad said. Right. And so everybody's like, damn, Pusha T caught another win for free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How? Because uh, uh, Pusha T addressed that Drake had the fake uh, absentee dad syndrome. He said, your dad was always there. You chose not to listen or some shit like that. Right. <laughs> so that just brought the shit back up. And, you know, Pusha T has no problems dissing the fuck out of Drake at any point in time. <clears throat> I mean, I don't. I mean, as far as listening to the beef between Drake and Pusha T, I'm not even really here for it. You know, I just think, I think the beef, the battle beef, was dead when Pusha went so far as being so personal. Well, she got all the way and personal. Drake didn't respond, so I think nah. the, the the beef is over. So if if Pusha want to respond again, it'd be for nothing. For nothing. You, know? you doing it for sales. I think his, his, his dad is at the point where I think, I don't know why you even said it, though. Right. Like, why would you even bring that up? Why would you bring up the, now? Because he been talking about your ass for albums. Albums! Albums. Now you want to say that's something. Like, that's like if, if Adele comes out and, and her ex-husband's like, we had a great <laughs> relationship. <laughs> We still together. We never got divorced. They like, dog, got divorced. you have albums about your ass, and y'all ain't like, never got divorced. You yeah. lied to me. This like, why would you? Fuck. Why would you bring it up now? So uh, I, I don't know. Dad, reckless for that shit though. Reckless as fuck. Some money being lost somewhere. Yeah. Uh, shout out JT. She's out of jail. Uh, JT from the City Girls. Uh, she's finally out of jail and shit, and is supposed to be releasing a single tonight. So salute. Okay, I'm not gonna be mean though. I mean, I really. Like, don't. Who cares though? Who cares? No one. Okay, I don't. I don't no mean. One. I'm. I'm not trying to be mean. I appreciate anybody getting out of jail. Great. Great job. I, JT is. I don't. Right. I'm not running to the stores for it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not running to the stores, but I am gonna use my title. Check out this new Lil Kim album that's about to drop. I want to see what she got. She still got it. I want to see if she got anything left in the bank. That's my girl right there. I got to see what she got. I'm going to tell you the answer to that one. Don't, no. Okay. I don't want to hear your opinion. All right. Because I already know what you're going to say. All right. <laughs> All right. If you want to know what I think about it, just ask me. But, you know. Cool. What you think about it? Hey, she ain't got shit left in the tank. <laughs> She ain't got not a, a goddamn hey, thing left. But I will say she still got that street in her. Because that bitch tried to run up on her with the fur. And she, uh, Kim forgot what she was. She was trying to fight in the street. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a grand kill. Bitch, ain't you crazy? You got money on the line. What you about to fight this bitch in the, uh, in the street for over fur? Yeah, yeah, look, I don't think she has. She might shock me. I don't she know. She might shock me. Yeah. She might have a couple of albums. I might have a couple of singles. You know, you know, give me a little something. No. Yeah, so far, I don't know, man. And I'm a Kim fan, so I, I just really want Kim to bring me something. Yeah, I've never really been a big Kim Please, fan. Please, Kim, man. give me something. And my throwback uh, album I listened to was that Wale uh, album about nothing. Still a classic, still slept on. It still rides every time I listen to it. So, um, the Wale, 
you know, pretty much the most underrated right now. All right. And I didn't watch the Hip Hop Awards tonight. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have a critique for it. I give you that next week when we get back. I ain't get to see none of it. So, and Lil Duval hosted. I bet you this shit was probably funny. They said Lil Duval got booed off stage. Damn! Yeah, I heard he got booed off stage because he came into a comedy show and just performed all his songs. He was singing and, and shit, and they started booing his ass. Oh, that might not be your line, Lil Duval. I mean, he, I mean, Duval got hits. He got hits, but, but if you sign I, up for I'm a comedy show, I'm not coming for a show, comedy show. Let's do do your music though. Do music, like I get it. Cool, like you might be Jamie Foxx, where you know music is part of his act. Right. I'm not coming for a Lil Duval music session. Right. That at all. Yeah. Cause Jamie gonna give me notes on key, <laughs> and you know he gonna do some shit. Cause that. Fuck you. It's legendary. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that was some bullshit company show. So Yeah. I know he's gonna give me a hit. You know, Lil Duval, nah bro, you need to either tell these jokes or let me know I'm coming for a concert. Yeah. Either way, I need to know what I'm doing with my money. Don't be trying to put your music on me, man. Please I ain't come don't. for that. Please don't. I'm not here for that bullshit. Yeah. Any other music? No, that's all I listen to though. That's what's up. I ain't get to listen to much on the plane like I thought I was. Mm-hmm. So I just watched movies. <laughs> it was nothing really noteworthy to even call out. So That's what's up. There you go. Let me check you. All right. So, yeah. That's all I got. So you know what that means. It's time for Fix My Life. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. Dear Paul Lunchow. Hey. I have been happily married to my husband, quote unquote, Clyde, for 14 years, and we have a 12 year old son. Clyde is, Clyde is the nicest man I've ever met. Nice to a point that drives me insane. He invites complete strangers over to our house and acts like it's normal. Last week, he brought a homeless 20 something year old woman with him when he came home from work. <laughs> Without my consent. He let her stay over four days. Damn. Until I forced her to leave. I couldn't stand having to cook for and and house a woman whose name I didn't even know. After she left, Clyde got mad and said my actions were rude and disrespectful. I think it's unsafe for strangers to be allowed in our home, especially with our son around. Thanks. Power lunch hour. I don't know what to do. If I can't find a way to stop my husband's reckless recklessness, I may have to end our marriage. Please help. Overwhelmed in Pennsylvania. Well, Clyde need to uh, volunteer at a homeless shelter or um, a battle woman shelter. Some shit that help people that needs help. Clyde brought back home his side chick that he didn't have money to pay $40 for us, so I give you four days to stay. Clyde got uh, <laughs> Clyde got caught up with his side chick and her husband found out she ain't got nowhere to stay. She ain't got nowhere to stay, nigga. Yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't make no sense that to bring another no woman sense. in your house. I don't know no married For four man days. my friend that could bring home a bitch without a home. Yeah. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. No. Four the, days? Four days? Man. The fact that you let it go for 30, 30 minutes. Man. Shit. Is 
four, surprising to me. Four hours at tops, but shit, four days. Four days? Hell no. Nah. Right, that nigga cheating. <laughs> you need to leave that nigga. Man. I ain't gonna lie. I to mean, you. you gotta. He might got a good heart, but you gotta be uh, strong headed. You, like, you, you ain't even thinking about your family. Girl, he brought a stranger into your home. You got a whole ass twelve year old son there. Yeah. Nah. Twelve. The twelve year old son had forty dollars. Forty dollars. He got set out. <laughs> this shit just getting hard. He learning what to do with it. Man, that's crazy. That's reckless though. That's reckless as fuck. That's reckless as fuck. Nah, you gotta have, you gotta go to therapy and have a conversation like nigga. You either get out. Or uh, we're going to go through this therapy. This shit ain't going to work. Yeah. I won the divorce. You brought a bitch home. Yeah. <laughs> like, a whole 22-year-old bitch. I don't know, bro. I don't know. That's a big that's a gap. Yeah, I think it's reckless. I think it's need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. If you don't see the severity of it, then you might even want to try to look at him a little deeper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, try to see where his head is. You need to channel his energy somewhere else, somewhere and, else. and don't bring it to the household. Right, because that's some fucked up shit. He need to be working at a, a cathedral or something, doing some volunteer work. Yeah. Something, because what he can't be doing is bringing random bitches in the home. That's yeah. a no-no. That's a, that's terrible. That's a horrible, terrible no-no. Mm-hmm. That's how our cousin Faith got in the house. <laughs> <laughs> shit, you can't have that. Uh-uh. All right, next letter. Dear Paolo Chow. I worked the same job for many years, decades really, and I got, laid, I got laid off this summer. I have meager savings and no idea what I can possibly do to take care of my family. I do not have a college degree, but I do have a lot of job experience in office administration. I feel so sad about what's next. How can I change my attitude and find work? Sign, need a new job. Um. Yeah, this one touched home pretty close, though. I know a lot of people that I know recently lost their job, mm-hmm. and you know, not to have any savings build up to have any little cushion, right? It's like you know, do or die right now. Do or fucking die. Um, I just think that you need to start somewhere, mm-hmm. and you know, build on what you have, right? Until you get where you need to. So. You might not be where you were when you first got laid off, but, you know, your work history, mm-hmm. your experience will lead you to a better place. But you got to get something right. now. It might not be the dream job. But get a job. Get a job. Right. That can bring some type of income in until you can, you know, float your way until you get a better job. Right. So it's unfortunate that th- that shit happens, especially if you put so much time into a company. But... uh you need something coming in the household until you find what you need to. Mm-hmm. But with your experience, you know, something will pop up. It might not be where you were, but right. it'd be better it's where you're at right now. And so. don't forget, you can always keep applying to a new job while this one holding you over. That's what you need to. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Keep applying, keep going for it. No, don't let this deter you. And, you know, it might be a blessing in disguise. It might take you to a whole new adventure. Right. So, Find something that you like to do. Right, and don't get lost in the uh, the comfortability of going to having your same routine and know where you going all this shit. I mean, I know it's hard switching it up, but you know, in this process of switching things up, find your new growth, find your next level, find your level of uh, growth and development, and 
Now find yourself and redefine yourself because you're no longer the same person. Right. And that's okay. You know, find your motherfucking self. Ain't nobody going to judge you or treat you differently because of it. And if they do, they won't fuck with you in the first place. Because them same fucking friends should have been helping you find a new job. Right. You know, that's my advice. I don't know. Anything else? No, that's all I got, dog. All right. Quick commercial break. Shot to be bartender. We'll be right back. Econo Auto Detail is a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Auto Detail. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or RG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find on Facebook or IG. Addicted craft. My good people, it's hot outside. And it's the summertime, so you want to look good, you want to look right. I want to see you to the best barber in town. His name is Chris Staff. 501-533-4360. Chris Staff has all the styles that you need to bring that right look out and crush the party scene. Holler at my boy, Chris Staff, at 501-533-4360. Let him get your head right. Let him get your table looking just good. Get that crisp line so you can impress folks and they know that you come with some respect on your name. Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Holler, let me get your head right. Now let's get back to the show. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. You know what it is. Yes, sir. Act three, baby. We get it off our chest. Let it all go. Let it go, man. What pissed you off? Yeah, yeah, let this shit Purge, man. Get it out the soul. Hey, it's not for you to keep. It's for you to give to the atmosphere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Release that shit. Let go. We are your good therapy. You know what I'm saying? Let this shit go. Let it go. Let it go. Well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. And my time today goes to, I don't know what's going on with this new generation or this new era. I think I blame a lot on social media. I blame a lot on uh, the woman empowerment movement. But what I've been witnessing and being victim to, yes, I said victim to. Victim? He said it. Is that uh, lately, chicks been sliding my DMs, right? Okay. And and the problem with that is that I've been posting lately that women shoot funny. and. I've been told that I'm oblivious to the fact that I know when a chick's trying to holler at me, I don't catch all the signs. I get that. But what I realize is that I'm not oblivious to it. Women just shoot different. They shoot very different. They just shoot funny. The jumper is Bill Cartwright. The the jumper is off. The shot shot is awkward. Yeah, the motherfucker. So what's been happening to me is they'll come in my motherfucking messages and start roasting me. 
Yeah, it's different. And I'm yeah. like, I'm over here thinking like this, man, fuck you, bitch. Fuck and then, you. And they over there like, well, you don't catch the signs. What sign was that? What when you were talking about my video? When you were talking about my my uh my goddamn facial expressions? When you knocked down my whole self esteem? What, what, what part of that was a, a come on in you? When I when I misspelled a word or some shit, like you gonna roast me on some shit I did, and that was your attempt to get at me? Like what fuck? the fuck was that? Imagine I come at you like that. That's why I posted today. Like do you do chicks like when niggas get in their DMs and start roasting? They're like, no. Like why the fuck are y'all coming my DMs and roasting me? Right. You like, think that's a good opening? If, if that's your approach, like, I know I post a lot of funny shit and I post a lot of shit that's different and weird right. and awkward, but that's not an approach to you approach to a, a whole human being. I'm not coming to you and talk about you slow because you misspelled a word. Like, where that is endearing? What, what, what part of that? What makes me like, oh, that's the one for me when you talking about me? Bitch, I'm, I'm about to go in on your ass. I'm going to flip all this shit over. And the only reason I don't respond in a motherfucking roasted manner because there's no audience. No DM right. messages getting seen. I don't, I need an audience to see this shit. See this shit because you came for me. You came for me. Now I got to put you in your place. And if I just do it in DMs, I'm just really going to just roast you and, and belittle you and, and make you feel bad on my own and nobody can witness this. So now I'm just picking on you. Right. So I'm not even going to respond to that, but I just realized that I'm not oblivious to the fact. I'm not. I just realized that y'all women shoot funny. Right. Your jump is terrible. It's horrible. Because they haven't been shooting shots for a long time. And they have I mean, they recently, women being more aggressive and, you know, approaching guys. Mm-hmm. And y'all not been, y'all ain't been working on your game in a long time. You don't time. know how to shoot your jump. Right? You don't know how to shoot your jump. Look, to me, I missed a lot of shots in my day, so my jump is kind of nice. You know what I'm saying? I know what a jumper looks like, you know. Right. So if you've been turned down a lot of times, you know how to approach a jump shot. Right. Y'all women who trying to, you know, put your your best foot forward and like I'm gonna be aggressive and try to get out a guy you really ain't worked on your jumper you, you don't know how it goes like men like compliments too I mean it's a, it's your we, we're still human beings too you know right. at the end of the day but I don't think that approach is the best fit for me now some guys might like to get roasted in their messages from right. strangers I don't like strangers talking about me at all because I don't like talking to strangers especially you want to just uh Tear me down, bitch. You don't know uh, me, bitch. I got I got words for you. It's not endearing. Right. So um if if you feel that whatever I post on social media uh leads you to approach me in a certain type of way, change your way. Change your way. Because it, I don't like that shit. Come with some compliments. Don't don't come come rust to me. Yeah, cracking jokes is cool, but I don't know you to be cracking jokes with me. Right. I crack jokes with my friend because I know they can take it. Right. They understand my humor. Some of us. Well, some of us. And if they're not, they're going to have to take it because you're my friend. Because you're my friend. Where you going to go? Where you going to go? You ain't got nobody else to love you like me. Exactly. So you're going to take these jokes. I don't I don't talk. I don't roast people I don't know because I don't know your threshold. Mm-hmm. So don't come at me like you know me because when I respond, you're going to be offended. You're going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Because I'm coming personal. Because I don't know nothing about you unless uh, besides the shit I see. Right. And, and I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, not going to be pretty Yeah so I don't know what this approach was uh, It has been But I just think that your jumpers are terrible Your women y'all shoot funny and Shoot funny And it, it, it makes you look different So it, it Telling a, a, a man that he's scared of something Makes me scared of something <laughs> <laughs> Right Chick came out there You scared of this pussy A little bit I might be Cause you offering it too easy If you tell me I should be scared of it I might be scared of it. Does it bite back? 
Right. You know what I'm saying? My alcohol thought, worry about this. Does it come with something? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, this shit come with a little extra. Yeah, I don't need no plus ones with the pussy, you bro. You know what I'm like, saying? HPV is real out there. It's an actual thing. Yes. Should I be scared of it? Should is I? It's a question I need to ask now. Now. Nobody offered no food like, shit, you scared of this you plate. You scared of this plate of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> when I've been scared of fried chicken, I've, I've ate fried chicken all my life. Shit. All my life. Do I need to be scared of it? Do I? Did you add crack in it? I don't know, man. So why would I should be scared of this pussy? I don't know. It's, y'all shoot different, and mm. y'all stop blaming me for not recognizing because I don't see that as a come on. I right see on. that as a roast session, right. and then I get on my bag, and then you feel like I disrespected you. Right. So let's just stop it early in the game. Because you feel the need that you can come at me like this. Well, these jokes I'm finna give you. Yeah, you should be able to take this light work. Yeah, this light work. This light work, if really, this is what you do, me. then we'll shit. We can play. We can play, play. We can dance all day. A boy, we can do electric slide all through these deals. Yeah, so I don't know where this came from, but I didn't seen it a lot just recently. So mm-hmm. I don't know if the energy I'm giving out, but, it, you know, social media is not real. So stop coming to me about this shit. Please. Yeah. Please. I'm going to hurt your feelings. Quickly. Yeah. Cause you earned that. Yeah, you 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 came at me wrong. You, I you started it. It's just like it's so much negativity out in the world, mm-hmm. especially on social media. One place I don't really want to see it is in my DMs on social media. I get the comment section. Comment section, you open yourself up free for the world. Free for the world. Free for the world. You good. Yeah. You chose to come to my DMs and say your old raggedy ass family did something. You're like. Bitch, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. Yeah. I did some of my life. Bitch, did you find who your baby daddy was? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just be like, hold up. Then you got to remember, it's just social media. It's the internet. Don't it's take that the, shit personal. It's person. the internet, man. So Just don't reply. You do not have to reply to these people. Yeah, I don't reply to these people. It, it's, it's real. Like, a lot of times, I get a lot of multiple jokes in my DM. Now, mind you, I followed the people that you initially sent the joke from. Once you sent the first joke, I probably might go ahead and follow them if it was funny. Yeah. You don't have to keep resending me the same joke from the same page. It's like, I, I saw that too. Twice now. Uh, I don't have a really a good... Uh, they be wanting to have an in-depth reaction to it. It's like, yeah, I just seen this. We follow the same people. We follow the same people. But you know what? Here's your like. Mm-hmm. Here's the uh, emojis. We good. You know? So you didn't like my joke. It was cool the first five times. Last year, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> oh, them old jokes. Them old jokes, Them man. old jokes, they sit with aggression and like, why you didn't laugh at that? Because it was funny five years ago when yeah, it was first we posted. first laughed about it. What it, the fuck? It, it popped up on my memory because I posted I that long ago. I fucking synced it. Yeah. What the fuck you want me to do with this? Yeah, so yeah, just your jump is whack. Jump is whack. Work on your jump shot. You know what I'm saying? Men like compliments too. Yeah. Just tell you that now. That's an icebreaker right there. Right. Don't come at me roasting trying to break the ice. All right, that's that's not. I'm going to break your face. I'm, look, <laughs> this is how ice, everybody crash. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying some shit. Yeah. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? So, during this traveling, uh, it was a lot of airplanes touched. Okay. So, you know, for the most part, my routine is 
Uh, if I get on an airplane, especially the smaller ones, but if I'm on an airplane, whoever I'm sitting next to, my left and my right, I introduce myself. Yeah. Cause you you sitting right next to me, we're gonna be on this bitch for a minute. Yeah. So what's up? How you doing? My name's so and so. Cool. All my flights was cool, and I had like six of them. But the last flight, it got a little different. Okay. I met my first racist white man on the plane. Okay. Like, normally, you know, even if they racist, they not really showing it. Yeah, cordial you know, racist. They real cordial about the shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I came from a flight that was, it was smaller seating. So, it was really uncomfortable, for mm-hmm. say, for us taller people. So, on this particular flight, it's the last flight home, uh, it was actually quite roomy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had leg room. I'm tall. So I'm automatically going to bump my head when I stand up. I get that. We all tall in this bitch. So we're actually sitting comfortable. It's a two-seater. They got their room. I got my room. And we chilling. And I'm like, how you doing, Casey? What's up? Uh, They're like, how you doing? I'm tired or whatever the fuck their name was. And so I'm thinking it's a cool flight. Well, during the flight, people are getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you start relaxing in your sleep. You know, you lean a little bit or lean a little left, lean a little right. So me being me, I made sh- I dropped that little middle seat uh, armrest. Right. The little blocker. Let that person say, hey, you stay over there, I stay over here, we good. I dropped that blocker. This motherfucker white man loses his fucking mind. Hmm. Oh, you don't sit next to me? Oh, this is odd. This is different. I didn't want to see it to begin with. Oh. 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 Somebody's upset. Right. This motherfucker hops up. Can he please let me out? Sure the fuck can, because I ain't getting kicked off this plane. At all. At all. I got to get home, baby. The last I'm flight. I'm tired. This mm-hmm. is my last flight. I get the fuck out your way, pimp. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker goes back to the stewardess. And complains, I need more leg room. After all the shit you can complain about, you go with leg room. I'm like, that's cool. Maybe it's an empty flight. He just moves some more seats. Well, somebody previously tried this before the flight even took off. The steward, she shut the whole shit down. Yeah. Like, no, you, at this point, you only can take the seat you're assigned. Yeah. This motherfucker caused a commotion so big. Like, she like, I can either cancel this whole fucking flight that I know y'all been waiting for, I can move this motherfucker to a seat. Mm. I'm hearing the conversation. I'm like, this motherfucker really going off back there. And so she said, she ended up just moving him to another seat. As he goes by, he kind of brushes up against me. Oh, no. Nigga! <laughs> Woo! If I ain't got to get home? <laughs> if I ain't got to get home! I said, really, motherfucker? <laughs> it just happened before I could say it. Yeah. I, like, it just came out of my mouth. Like, really, motherfucker? I was like, man, I just let that. That's all I can say. As I said, motherfucker, I looked around. Everybody like this. They turned around, eyes booked. Yeah. Looking at me like, what's going to happen? Mm. They ready for some words. Because he was talking shit in the back. And so I'm like, man, I ain't doing nothing, man. I got leg room now. You know? <laughs> I got leg, leg room. Yeah. He gone. I got a free seat to my goddamn self. I'm cool with that. Go ahead. 
<laughs> white boy, right. trying to pressure his ass. Cause this whole time, when he got to the back, he started shit from the moment he sat down. But it was it was weird having to deal with racism. I guess because everybody's been so guarded with their racism. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never an open, blatant racism. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's, you know, some shit you hear and you know, they say, and I ain't gonna repeat what this man said because it ain't worth credit. But he said some disrespectful shit. Any other situation, I would have turned that whole goddamn plane off. Right. But I got to get home. This is the last one. This is the last flight. It ain't worth the argument. We're in air. We're yeah. 30,000 feet in air at this point. You let that motherfucker have that shit. But what you're not going to goddamn do is be disrespectful to nobody or touch nobody. Because mm-hmm. that's when you get your hands put on. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to the stewardess. She saw the shit. She was very professional. And, I, and shout out to that sister because I know it was hard for her. Because she saw the shit like, this motherfucker here. Yeah. And she stepped up to the motherfucking play and had a business because she saw the anger that was in me. Because I was, I was boiling hot and wanted to say something. Mm. And I, all I could think of was go home. Just get home. Right. And so, you know, as you take your flight, you normally get your cookies and treats, your Coke and your Sprite and shit, your pretzels. She rolled by that motherfucker session, didn't say shit else to him. Yeah. The whole flight, he got nothing to drink, nothing to <laughs> motherfucker eat. He was there stuck on that flight with his leg rope. So, uh, to all my races, closet or out, I don't give a fuck. Karma's a motherfucker, and no one got time for that bullshit. Other than that, I had a perfectly great week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really wouldn't have no time today because it wasn't for your racist ass. Right. And you really made me happy that I dropped that damn armrest on your motherfucking ass because I knew you leaning too close to me, Pim, and this don't feel right. Exactly. You got bad energy. Mm-hmm. And that's what set him off. <laughs> the little A-Rap woman behind us like, ooh, <laughs> I don't want to be up there. You caused the whole fucking scene on the plane for no goddamn reason. And no one gave you energy. And I appreciate that from my peoples. Like Everybody looked at him like he was the bad guy, and he knew it. He tried to come at the end. Oh, yeah, I just, I, I got more leg room up front. Bitch, we don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Go on, bro. Get your little bag. Go, Go ahead on, with all bro. that. Yeah. Go on. We kept, look. Go on. You looking for attention in a place that no one wanted to give it to you. I'm trying and to justify your actions. You're right. You know what I'm saying? With your whole ass. Mm-hmm. So get your old, leave it to Beaver, back to the future looking ass on. And uh, no one give a fuck. And that's what the fuck you get. With your dry mouth ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Ragged ass motherfucker. Yo. It's crazy 2019. You still got to have hints and, 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 and blatant racism. It's just, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. It's a fucking shame. It make you disgusted on a whole nother level. Whole nother level. And that's my I got time today, cuz. Oh, that's what's up. What's up? Let's talk about it. Um, I want to talk about the fact that um, my 49ers are 4-0 and in the NFL. They did what passed last week. I can't even start. And the reason I want to bring that up is because, for one, all my people keep sending it to me. Like, your boys are doing good. My mama's like, oh, y'all rocking now. I know you watching. <laughs> okay, so like I said before, boycott over. 
I just haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched football. Right. And it's not that I'm just like still boycotting that it's not in my routine. Like right. I ain't I ain't done it in so long. I don't really I got be, deprogrammed. Yeah, I, I'm really deprogrammed. So mm-hmm. gang could be going on. I only be like fucking around with it. Right. But I wore my shirt tonight I because noticed. it's the first time I've wore my 49ers merch in a while. In a while. Yes, man. So I have officially watched the game, but for my team that's been in the slums for a while Long to be time. doing a good time, good job, I just want to promote that. I'm a still a fan of the 49ers. I'm just not a fan of the NFL. That's real. So yeah, NFL on that bullshit. The, the fact that my squad is undefeated in week four, week five, I just want to give shout outs to y'all. We went through some dark days, mm-hmm. and I'm going to Cali with my Kaepernick jersey and my my Kobe Bryant jersey, and Turn you know up. I'm gonna wear it sometime in there. So one time for the Lakers, one time for the Niners being undefeated right now. So salute. Yeah, Y'all we we, we had some we had some it's dark days. Season. We had some dark days, man. My so. Bears three and two. Yeah, so I just want to give a salute to them. Um, I'm eventually I'm gonna watch the game. I, it just haven't been in my program just yet. Mm-hmm. One time for the Niners though. One time for the Niners, man. I heard that shit. Going back to Cali. Going back to Cali. To Cali. To Cali. Um, what you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I really ain't gotta uh let's talk about it. I've just uh when you traveling and experiencing new things, people, I want you always to keep an open mind. And remember, you always need to get home. None of that shit matters. Only thing that matters is you bring your ass home. Some shit you should just let go. Right. You know, you, you got to get home. When you in the city, you walking them streets and you bumping somebody or have a disagreement or something, yo, that shit don't matter. Just say, you know what? You right, my bad, and walk the fuck off. Right. I seen a lot of uh, stateside people have conflicts with a lot of native people over some shit because the state people just didn't know the custom. Mm-hmm. Or didn't know how to act. Like, you got to remember, you're not at home. You're visiting these people's country. Yeah. You can't go over there with that same cocky-ass attitude. You'll get left in the middle of the water. These motherfuckers ain't playing. And so, yo, just just keep an open mind when you're taking trips. And remember, it's not about you. It's about getting home. Yeah. For real. Just enjoy what you can. If you find some shit that's not right with you, you don't have to reply to every goddamn thing of uh, provocation. You don't have to reply to that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't quit letting motherfuckers provoke you into a petty ass argument. It's just dumb. It wasted everybody's time. We could have been moved the fuck out. Yeah, it's just yeah. a bad look. I've seen a lot of stateside people showing their ass overseas this weekend, this week. And I'm just looking like, Motherfucker, you don't know nobody here. Don't look at my American ass to help you. Nope. You gonna sit over there and catch that ass for a bit because I'm just trying to get home. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do the same we were back in the States. You no, would no. not have done the same. You trying these West Indies motherfuckers like they got time today. They don't have no time. Yeah. They coming for your motherfucking ass and gonna bring cousins. So just remember to be humble and take in what you can and quit trying to uh, just do pictures for the gram. 
You know, just have have your own fun. And, you know, if you take some pictures, great. You know, hey, just enjoy yourself and quit trying to stunt for the people. No one's going to believe you a punk when you went at home. Right. All they're going to know is you was a dead body again, having to worry about how you're going to get your body home. Two different conversations no one wants to have. Exactly. For real, for real. And, you know, that's my let's talk about it. Humble yourself when you travel and experience some new shit with an open mind. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. My last thing has nothing to do with nothing. But uh, when you travel, what's your general travel attire when you're on the airplane? Uh, Mine, it just depends on where I'm going and what time I'm getting there. So if I'm going somewhere where it's prime time like if i get off we doing something mm-hmm. i dress accordingly like if i get off this flight i'm getting straight into it right now if i get there early i'm sweating in the hoodie right all day all day so i'm real comfortable early if i get there i got time to go change when i get there but if i if i fly in and we getting it in mm-hmm. i'm dressing to get it in just to get it in yeah so i got the flight i ain't really gotta fucking you know change some shit up i'm just uh just getting off the flight and getting into it Right. Uh, uh, I go by the same pilots. For the most part, I wear my sweats and shit if I'm flying on that plane. Because I don't know what the temperature going to be in that plane. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get sleepy as fuck. I want to be comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out my homegirl, Mahogany. Uh, she was flying back with me from uh, Charlotte to Little Rock. Mahogany came with booty shorts. Okay. Full booty shorts. And like, Mahogany gave no fucks about the booty shorts. <laughs> I was like, Mahogany, you ain't cold in the booty shorts? It's like 65 degrees on this goddamn plane. <laughs> Mahogany in the booty shorts, get it. She's like, I'm a dancer. I'm used to this. <laughs> Shit, I got 40. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> nah, Mahogany was cool as shit, though. Cool chick. But I was just, I was just wondering, like, what's, your, what's, what's, what, what is the flight attire? I see some people come dressed up in suits. Yeah. I see the normal Friday casual wear. They may have a dress shirt, jeans on, and then I see a lot of people just don't give a fuck. But when mahogany came in their booty shorts, it just redefined everything. Cause I see ass. That's comfort wear. That's right comfort there. wear. I see motherfuckers don't speak English. Mm-hmm. Like one more, I mean, no English. Oh, but I see that ass. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> well, hold up. Yeah. I just want to worry about traveling to tires. It just depends on what time I'm landing. Right. So if I, you know, I like to be comfortable on a flight, but right. I don't like to when I get off. I gotta hold the progress up. I yeah. want to get in and get yeah. in. So it depends on what time I land. Yeah. That's what's up. But uh, yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out. Um, shout outs. I want to shout out my people, man. Like, I, I ain't seen y'all in a while. So, you know, now that Cordo Seki is back in the building. What's we can, up? We, we can hang out again. Y'all <laughs> ah, <man>, the bitch. <laughs> we, we don't, <laughs> Wait, the crew didn't hang out while I was gone? Nah, we, I didn't hang out. You know, I, did me and Sleepy get down? No, we, me and Sleepy were supposed to hang out. But, you know, me, I had to work a lot. But, no, we ain't really get together. So, we don't get together unless you're here. Need to get so this now shit you together. back. You know we can hang out. Like, again. I made all y'all exchange phone numbers. I made all y'all become friends. You know in your own rights. Y'all motherfuckers need to do better. I yeah. even left y'all a house to do it in. 
Yeah, well, I ain't saying we, I ain't say everybody didn't do it in it, but I'm saying uh, <laughs> we, we didn't do it in here together. <laughs> we, we weren't here together doing it. So. <laughs> I gotta check this bitch for stains. <laughs> yeah. Put the blue light on it, the black Man, light. Man, I'm scared to see that blue light. Yeah, I know yikes. what I done done. Yikes. I'm like, I know I wasn't over there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I appreciate. I want to shout uh, Miranda for uh, sending me stories, man. Uh, she's a real hip hop head like myself. Yeah, she sent me a list of uh, a list of uh, top fifty artists somebody else made. It's just real terrible. They put they put Kanye in the top five. They put Snoop Dogg in the top five. I'm a fan of both, but Kanye and Snoop can't be in my top five. Yeah, that's a lot of. Mm. And after that, I just like y'all. This rest of the list is just is biased. Bias, but one time for Miranda, one time for uh, my my DU fam that we gonna get down in a couple of days. Right. One time for the one six three G's, we gonna be reuni- reunited again. So hey, I'm ready to turn up. We gonna have a good time, man. Yeah. Uh, let me try to make sure I get all these people's names right. Uh, shout out. Everybody that fucks with me heavy, like, honestly fucks with me. You know, I'm not perfect. I go through my shit. But it's something about having real people that have your motherfucking back that is a very humbling, especially as an independent person that I am that like to try to take everything on on my on myself. You know, to, to know that, hey, I got your back, man, Gil. What's up? What you need? What's up? I appreciate that from my peoples. I I really do. Uh, it makes it like the things that you do for other people that's not in vain. Right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody was paying attention. Like, you gave all of this. On one. And not say it's a tip for tat thing, but they appreciate it and they reciprocate it. Yeah. Those two things, appreciation and reciprocation, are two beautiful things that I often lost with human interaction. It's not something that should be forced. It should be just God-given because it just feel right. Right. And so I appreciate all my peoples that have done that for me. So if I miss your name on this one, I apologize. But on this one, I want to shout out my co-host. I am something else. Hey. He's a real one. Uh, shout out my ride-or-die partner on this last week, James. Hey, my dog. I love you. I appreciate you. You was a real one for this trip. It was life changing. I grew so much. I learned so much. It was it was weird coming back with the knowledge that I had, and no, I had a quick turnaround for. I had to have another trip, but you know the which what what I experienced on this trip was just awesome. And thank you for making me do it and making me a part of that. Uh, I very much so appreciate that shit. From the bottom of my heart, for real. Shout out Jiffy. Uh, shout out uh, my 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 new family of Vidal, Shamar from St. Thomas. Yo, all my real peoples. Yo, I appreciate y'all. Uh, it was a pleasure meeting you. Shout out my two old school cats that we kicked it on the uh, on the dock of the bay, talking about just money, business, politics, everything. Both of them like the new Dave Chappelle skit. I never thought these two old white men would just laugh so hard at Dave Chappelle skit. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it was awesome. Dave Chappelle was in his bag. You know what I'm saying? Imagine the white, white, old white people turns, but he was so gosh darn funny. 
<laughs> he said a lot of controversial shit. Hope no one get mad. He looked at me. He said a lot of things. Oh, no words. You can say what he said around me. You're not going to offend me. <laughs> I'm not one of those. <laughs> you know, it's the filling out stage. So, salute to the old school cats. Uh, by the time they hear this, they're probably going to be in the middle of the sea, in the middle of the ocean right now, uh, tied off on a buoy somewhere. So, salute to y'all. Thank you. And uh, just salute to all the real people that, you know, it's in my life, man. I appreciate you guys. I learned something from you. I hope you gained something from me. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I I really have a firm understanding of the friendships that I've cultivated through the years. And I know what I can and can't do with people and what, who who is and who's not fake. And that takes a long time because I'm an open personality, open body. I like, I like to welcome everybody. Right. But everybody can't go with you. And, you know, so salute to my real ones. And if I forgot you, I'm sorry. And that's what's up. Right. Thank you for everybody that shared clouds with me, too, when I got back. <laughs> that's important. Last but not least, oh, shout out Chris Staff, uh, my barber, and a great friend, you know. As soon as I got back, he cussed me out. Y'all going to quit cussing me the fuck out, though. I took one week off. One fucking week off. Everybody cuss me out. Is your raggedy ass family fucking back? Yes. Damn. I'm here. I told you. I'm here. About goddamn time. I didn't have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was people you could talk to. I don't talk to them like that. <laughs> it was the comfort thing. It was people here you could talk to. I don't talk to them. Kick it with them like that. We needed you. Right. I appreciate that spirit, man. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, that's it. That's all my shoutouts. That's what's up. Thank you. All right, good people. As always, if you want to catch up with us, we're on IG. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. Hey. Hey, shout out the new YouTube station is back. One time for YouTube We're in this thing. Uh, Look for more content coming on YouTube soon. It's going to be a slow process. Don't get your knickers in the bind. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying god damn just baby steps people baby steps so it's coming you know but the station is there so I look forward to the new uh, the work we gotta put in to make sure all this shit come together but yeah very excited about Power Lunch Hour and this new um, it's not new direction but the continued drive is a better word cause we still working Right. We steady working in here. But if you want to reach us, by email is powerlunchhour at gmail.com. Fix my life. I got time today, cuz. Let's talk about it. We'll help you out. Holla at us. We're here for you. Anything else? Man, that's all I got. I'm, I was excited to do this episode, man. I had a great time. Right. That's all I got, bro. We had a lot of build up. That's what happens when you take a week off, man. For real. Uh, it's your boy Corey Doseki. Yeah, it's your next door neighbor. I'm something else. Hey, we love you. We see you next week with another great story. I'm sure after this weekend. Hey, and we out this bitch. Holla.